We rocking and rolling. We are rocking and rolling. That, that beautiful moment of his amazing tattoo. Hey, d- uh, d- listen, Dana would love that. Do you think Dana would love that? I think I think Dana would love that. I've I think always Dana's wanted probably a hand, seen I've a lot of that kind of stuff. Tattoo as well. I put Dana's face right there. Ooh. And I, what, what about the Howler head logo right next to it? No, I don't. I, don't. Oh, I, I got to own some rights to Howler if I'm gonna do that. <laughs> but listen, like Dana has paved the way for a lot of guys. Like I obviously what I'm doing right now for what, sure. What we're doing would not be going on. No. Dana's the guy. No, I mean even if you look back into into the history of it in the 2005, it almost tanked under him. I mean, like they bought it that the night days. of the ultimate fighter, the night of the first ultimate fighter, Force they were, they were trying to sell it. And there was a deal done with spike TV where they were going to sell it for basically, I, th- I want to say it was $2 million. What and they paid for it? Basically what they paid for, not counting what they had lost, not counting what they had lost up into that moment. Right. And 2005, that night for those, for those who remember, it was a crazy night. Forrest Griffin, uh, Stephen Bond, Stephen Bonner, and Griffin, and they said they could see the numbers as the fight was going on. People were calling their friends, "Hey, turn this yep. on, turn this yep. on." Turn. I, I was every, one of those. Every of round, those. it was it was going up. So, like first round viewership was A, second round viewership was B. It was going crazy, and by the end of it, the Fertitta brothers and Dana had decided, like, no, we're not going to sell it. Let's, let's hold out. Let's hang on to it a little bit longer. See what it does. And now it's it's what you know they sold it to W WME IG for was it four billion dollars originally four point two and this year they've already crossed a billion dollars so they're already making money off yeah they already yeah. crossed and it isn't it funny though that you say they were already losing money nobody in like the regular person the regular fan or spectator would watch the UFC and look at it and watch the Ultimate Fighter going on Spike TV and. They would never think that that was a company that was going under. Right. You know, because the image that was portrayed was like, man, this is a badass event. This is yeah. a, this is something solid. But nobody knows what a business is facing behind closed doors. Yeah. And that's that's the, the struggle of, of this sport. It's very much a, a perception sport. Like, I mean, you and I talked about this when when you first got the deal to be on, on UFC Fight Pass. Right. Everyone's perception changed of, one, what we're supposed to look like what we're supposed to do and what they think we could do from, from the last show that wasn't on fight pass to the first show on fight pass. It's as if everyone thought, Oh, well now you got that UFC money. Yeah. Well, we know that's what California thought. That's what, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I got an actually speaking of California, I got an email last night. I don't know if you saw it. I I sent a, uh, a screenshot of the fees. Yeah. I did see that. Did you see the fees that they had? Like, if you have a 100K TV deal, if you have a 50K, a 35K, a 10K. They, yeah, they charge you based off of what you're getting paid. So a referee is going to make more if the promotion has a TV deal versus the local promoter that's probably selling more tickets than the guy that's coming in from out of town. To do the, what, exact, same do the exact same job. What, what you're seeing firsthand is why a lot of businesses are leaving California and coming to like places like Texas. I mean, I can tell you, Eric, we're we're sitting there Kate side, and Eric bring, brings me this sheet, and he's got this look on his face, and it's it's the the cost of refs and judges and inspectors and the doctors, and it was easily triple anything I'd, I'd ever seen. They were they were giving him invoices before the event and and basing it on their estimates. Uh, we we figure you'll you'll do about X. You'll, you're 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 probably going to do about this, so we're going to charge you that. Right, you know, without even seeing what the live gate is, we're doing the same job. Yeah, and you know, and it's 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 our first time there. You know, we we want to go back, but I can tell you that CSAC does not make it 
easy. enjoyable. It, they easy, don't make it easy none to of work. The above. Yeah. yeah, they don't make it e- easy to work with. Um, it, it's, it it's would a money be, grab on, on their end. It's it's a money grab on their end, and for a promotion, it, it's it's a money loser heading in there. Like you, you're either doing it for the long term goal, not the not the direct financial gain right there. But then again, like you know, you, you look at the UFC, and and what I, I thought was some cool things this year. So they've had their most biggest, like their biggest revenue year ever this year. All sellouts, and almost every event doesn't have their big names on it anymore. Right. Like when you look at like the, the the top ten ticket draws, those guys are not on the cards, which kind of speaks to where the sport is. The sport has now grown to where you just buy it. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot like fights. WWE in that regard. Like yeah, people are going to WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. They're not right you know, regardless before they even know what the main event is or whatever. You know, the, the UFC is at that point now. People are tuning in to see the UFC. They're buying an event to go to the UFC. And, yeah, you know, whatever the event is, whoever the main event is. Yeah, it'll be good. And it also it, it speaks to the quality of the sport. You know, there was a time where sure. it was the main event, kind of like boxing. Boxing does big main events, it falls off drastically after that. I guarantee nobody here at this table and I watched all of them could tell tell us anybody who was on the undercard of Wilder or Tyson Fury. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who the co-main event either. was anytime. Nope. I can tell you the main, but nothing else. And that's kind of boxing's way of doing it. And the UFC used to start that way. And now I mean, look look at the card we're watching now. You know, we're watching. This is a free card on a- ABC. You've got Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez, who are, they have some name value to them, but they're not superstars. They're not big ticket drawers. But this event will be sold out where it's at. It'll be an ABC. It's going to do big numbers. It's got Misha Tate on it. They're in um, Long I think Long so. Island. Yeah. So, you know, the sport has grown to such a degree where you don't need the big names on it to to make it an amazing card. Um, and we find more than often some of these cards where we're like, man, I, you know, we don't have this this big draw name on it, and then the card is just bangers because these guys want to prove themselves too, though, man. right? You, you get fighters like Yair a, a shot on a national platform like ABC. If he does well and he performs well, boom, he's he's your next UFC superstar now. Yeah, it's it's the up to the promotion. The promotion has to create stars, For sure. you know, and that's something that we do all the way from amateurs, really, you know, like as, as we, if we see you're a good amateur, we want to help build you, you know, like, and that's the time to be tested. We say all the time, you know, and, and shout out to, to the man, Salsa Lee's man. He say, if you can't beat the guy who's put in front of you regionally, you're not going to go anywhere. Like if you can't beat whoever they give to you in front of you, just make the weight, walk the walk. That's all there is to it. And you know, now it's for us, we take these amateurs, we start pushing them early, prove them early. And look at a guy like, like Miles Banks tomorrow night. Yeah. Miles Banks, you know, he's got a tough fight tomorrow night. But him and this Brent, first time I've seen the, the other kid. He's big. He's, they're both massive guys. But the way Miles carries himself, he's already, he's ready to be a pro. Yeah. Like he's ready, to, so ready to be a pro now. He can handle the lights. He can handle the moment. He can handle the excitement. And that's what the amateurs is about. We don't want to see you fight 10 times as an amateur. You know, what we want to see is you build your career, get ready to be a pro, learn about the business, learn about yourself in the cage, and then go to that next level. You know, which is, you know, we're looking at doing some stuff here to help amateurs and, and help them grow with us here at Fury. And we want to take you straight from from Fury Amateur Series to Fury Fighting Championships to the UFC. Like yeah. you can literally now go through be with one promotion, one promoter, one team, your entire career until you go to the UFC. And it's not like it's a dream. It's a very reasonable very option. Achievable goal, yeah. Hundred percent. A lot of the a lot of coaches though, they'll say that 
well, I want my guy to experience other things, other promotions, travel. They can get all that with us now. Right. You know, we leave the state. We leave the city. You know, you can get the travel experience and still be part of Fury FC from your amateur career, pro so, career. Sometimes you just have to deal with a couple out. of carny promoters to really appreciate somebody like Eric Garcia, too, though. So maybe, maybe that's what they're going Yeah. For. You know, we, we've all seen the rise and fall of many promotions that, that come in just taking Houston. I'm not even talking about Texas, just Houston. There's been many promotions that come in. They talk about all the stuff they're going to do. They're going to change the game. They're going to yeah. be the best ever. And what ends up happening is they learn quickly that there is probably, I would say there's less than 10 people on the face of this planet who know how to be successful successful in promoting fighting. MMA fights. There's maybe 10. And it's it's an industry where you got to lose a lot to figure out how to make a little to hopefully make a lot long term. I, mean, I, I probably told y'all before, but when I went into my first meeting back in 2010 with Greg Alvarez... And this was me getting my amateur license. And he told me, you want to be a millionaire in promoting? You better start with two. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not wrong, man. For, for every – and here, here's the thing. What, what I think happens that I, I see guys come in, and you can have a successful first show for sure. Yeah, no doubt. You can come in. You I can, didn't. <laughs> you can come in. <laughs> they it's does. very rare. It's very I rare. Do. But you can very. come in. You can sell some tickets and feel like maybe maybe you break even or maybe you lose just a little bit. And I can tell you right now, on the nights where you lose just a little bit, that's a win. You gotta yeah. you gotta you you gotta you gotta enjoy those wins. And it but it's not about show one. It's about show ten. Like can, can you get to ten? If you get to ten shows, generally I'll start to then look at you and be like, okay, well, are you doing something right? It's about longevity for sure, but. What is your goal? Is your goal to put on a quality event and bring in quality fighters and change these guys' lives by sending them out to the big show to make the big money? Like I'll tell you, it can't be, it can't necessarily if you look at us, it, people should be able to see that it's not necessarily all about the money. Right. Like I'm trying to push these guys to the UFC. I've sent some of my biggest ticket sellers out of Fury when I probably could have kept them here selling tickets, That's making a bad money. Business move, sir. Well, I, I can, I can, <laughs> well, I, understand. I can tell you right now. I don't know if many people realize it, um, but this is a, a, a true story that just happened for us last year, and I think really speaks to one that the character of of Eric and also the character of of the promotion itself. Joe Bauman, Joe Bauman, last year, we got called up uh, by Mick. They needed a one eighty fiver to go to FAC, a different promotion. And fight in front of the Nelk Boys. It was an opportunity for this fighter to get all this promotion in front of Dana and the Nelk Boys looking for a fight. And we have him signed. And we had him signed to us. He w we could have easily said no. no, and Mick would have said okay, no problem, and Let moved on about his life. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed anything between us and Mick, us and the UFC, nothing, because we had him under contract. It it was it was a two second conversation of hey, if this this kid can go out and change his life and get to the UFC, let's give him that shot. And so he, we released him to go take that fight. The fight didn't go the way he wanted. He came back. Had he not, had he won and went on to the UFC, you know, there's a good chance, more than likely, it, it, people would have talked about FAC sent this fighter to the UFC, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't. Our goal is, isn't, isn't, hey, Fury, 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 Fury. It's can we get you to the peak? Because if we get you to the UFC, it works backwards, man. Now everybody wants, else wants to come fight over here for us, right? You know, and and that's that's what people don't see. They they don't see that. It's not about 
Fury and how much money can we make on on a on this night? It's about how many fighters can we stack in the UFC? How many fighters can we get there? And who not aren't just going to the UFC and having a fight and falling out? Going to the UFC, having multiple fights, building a career out of it, and staying there—that's what we want to see. Changing your life, and you can look at guys like uh, CJ Vergara. Do we? This will be. We're we're going back to San Antonio, August twenty yeah. first. CJ would sell that place out by himself yep. yeah. and i pushed and pushed and pushed and hey send him Let, we got to get cj in yeah he went jacob silva jacob silva i know jacob's back with us now but i didn't even think twice about sending jacob to the ufc i no. was come on mick please pick this guy up you know, yeah it's leomana <laughs> all these guys move tickets and that and that's Giannis. one of the things that i hope you as a fighter if you're a fighter and you're a younger fighter and you listen to this or if you're a coach and you've got fighters you have to show your fighters how to be businessmen outside of the cage, starting that from the amateurs. Right. From amateurs, you need to make your weight. You need to get your medicals in on time. You need to do all the paperwork, all the green screens, all those things. But you've got to grow yourself, and yourself is insert your name here. That is your business. Your business is you need to sell tickets. You need to spread the word about you. You need to be posting online, posting on social media, growing who you are. But mainly sell tickets. Mainly sell tickets. But what that does is, I mean, let, let's be honest. When we build a card – we look at ticket sellers. Right, especially in the Amis. Yeah. Who who can I bring up that I know is going to sell some tickets? All right. So now you're already creating opportunity for yourself. By selling some tickets, you put your name at the top of our list of who we want to bring in. Now, if you add to that that you're a great fighter, that's a plus, that's a plus after that. Yeah. Especially as an amateur, that, that that is a big plus. So we are looking for you to move tickets, be a business, and be a partner with us. We're providing this platform. We provide everything you need. Work with us, and we'll get you to where you want to go. And where I want to go right now is get a little bit of Hallerhead, this monkey spear back in here. And also, d- does your car drive itself? I mean, if you have a car that drives itself, <laughs> that helps also. <laughs> hey, have y'all – um, have you seen Please, the, sir, the Dana, Dana White was on a podcast called The Pivot? No. I watched it last night. Me and my wife watched it last night. It's pretty cool, man. Like, he sat there and – uh he was interviewed there was like three guys and he was interviewed by these guys and they talked about how it started where he came from where he sees it going and uh it was super cool if you get a chance to watch it like y'all should check it out it's called the pivot and it's dana if it wasn't if it wasn't dana on there obviously i wouldn't watch another podcast I don't give a right <laughs> but hey before but before we get into that guys make sure you follow our sponsors howlerhead whiskey present presenting the fury unleashed hey, podcast here, Diego? with us yeah, I'm getting there. Um, I'm getting there. also man hey check out pick Kamu- up a bottle don't just follow them yeah. pick up a bottle this stuff get man. that monkey it, spirit it, it in you i'm gonna make that attack, coffee right? in the morning coke in the afternoon oh, we had coffee the or, other day or yeah. on ice at night oh my god uh, coffee the other day hey, hey, make sure how was your howlerhead experience after our last podcast man out of this world, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. Out yeah. of this world. Hey, make sure you guys are also checking out our other sponsors, Kamora Tattoo Company. Uh, Ronnie Barley out there putting out the best tattoos for you guys. Sheath underwear. I'm thinking about going over to cover a tattoo. Ooh. What you got, oh. Diego? Yeah. You Probably a bulldog. I got, I got a, a tattoo of a rose, oh, a rose underneath. Oh, you're, you're getting underneath. your tramp stamp covered, Diego? Yeah. You got, you got a tramp stamp? I got, yeah. I got a rose on, on the tramp my butt cheek. I call it a. Rosy cheeks on the bottom. <laughs> no, I got one on my arm. want to cover up. Hey, so. should get. A W and a W on each cheek, and so it can say over. wow. And if you stand upside down, it'll say mom. There you go. That's what you should get. 
Ronnie, can you do that if you're listening, Ronnie? I'm sure he can. I'm sure, I'm sure he wow. can make it happen. Wow. Hey, it's ba- and especially our guys out there, Space City Collective, bringing oh. out, bringing out oh, the, 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 best the, oh, the best shoes. The best shoes in yeah, the world. Yeah. Uh, the Eric, best gear. Can you get your, you get your J's up so, on the table or no? Oh, yeah. 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 er, Eric's looking uh, space, fresh and clean today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Space City, go ahead. Tell me about Space City. Is it is it used sneakers? He's got everything, man. Like So he'll have he'll have dead stock, which is which is... Never been worn, brand new in the box stuff. Uh, he's got stuff that's very near stock. Stuff that's maybe been worn once or twice. Um, so it, it's a resale shop. So you know, Christian and his brother go out and they get, they they buy the best gear, the best gear they can, obviously at the best price they can, um, and then they try to get it to you in your hands. But every brand you can think of, like if it's a popular brand, whether it's Bape or it's was it Bathing Ape Supreme, or Supreme. Uh, Fubu, all those big name brands. Yeah. LA, LA Gear, like British they, Knights. Does British anybody Knights. remember Sakunis? Sakunis, yeah. yeah. They got some Elise. If you need some Elise, they, they got some Elise sell out no there for fucking New Balances. They don't have any New Balances. No, probably, no but they got. So he probably it, does have like some limited edition. New hey, did balance. you see those new Travis Scott running shoes again? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Go ahead, hook me up, Christian. Yeah. Hey, size, <laughs> size, they're fly. Size twelve, homie. Size yeah, twelve. They're super. Size they got 12. employee discount over there. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. You get. Insert number price off right over yeah. there. So you'll be good. Yuck, yuck. Hey, so you mentioned Dana White talked about like where he sees the brand going. You know, so you're you're our, you know, brown version of Dana. What is uh where do you see Fury going? Like when when you think about the vision of Fury and has that changed from when you first started? You know, it's it's hard to say. Like I'll go back to so when they asked Dana, they said, Man, you're so rich, like you got so much money. <laughs> they told Dana that and he said uh, man but I had money you know even bef- before we sold to WME I had money but they asked so when are you going to retire he's like listen everybody talks about having money and There's what they would do if they retired you're welcome we're, we're recording I don't know if you knew that they would sit they would go sit on the beach and drink Dana's like you can only do that kind of shit for so long he goes and then it would start eating at you again yeah. he's like they're going to have to drag me out of this like I'm never gonna leave, which is awesome. That's something that, that's great how you for feel us too, to hear right? because right. I feel like if Dana left and something happened with the UFC to where it wasn't what it is, I feel like it would devalue Fury. You know, Fury. My whole goal is to send guys to the UFC, send them to the next level. I, I've always said PFL, Bellator, Combate. Those are B level to me. I think sure. Those are B level. My goal is not to say, I which is not an insult, by the way. It's not an insult. No, it's, it's not, not an insult at all. It's a reality. Like no one yeah. is shooting. Like no, That's there's no the young. There's no young fighter here exactly. in town who's going. Man, I want to be the Bellator champion, or yeah. I want to go sign with Combate. Yeah, that's not. That's not what they're doing. You know, it, it might be good for short term. We're looking for longevity, like long term. I mean, it's great to feed somebody, you know, to one of those organizations, to you know, an athlete on their way down. Yeah, on the backside of the career. Well, that's kind of what you see in in Bellator. Bellator. So there, I mean, every brand has its own thing. Bellator is usually fighters coming from the UFC who are working their way back through a career. Um, Combate is, you know, they try to market themselves as like this Hispanic forward company. But I, I mean, they they sign everybody. So like they they are signing prospects. They they do sign prospects. But what you don't see is you don't see a lot of bleed over from Combate to the UFC. The UFC. Right. There's a few this year on on Contender Series, right. but for the most part, no. And you don't go to one. You don't go to one and then go to the UFC. I think those few that are on Contender Series this year are 
uh jason house guys that he that pulled, makes sense yeah that got pulled from there after whatever happened with them so after listening to that podcast has it changed where where you see fury going not really i feel the same way like they're gonna have to drag me out of fury yeah like the whole the whole goal is to keep this thing going and state to state east to west prospects into the ufc create opportunity and that's what we're doing i mean i feel like we're on the right track it's been 12 years you know it's been a long journey but it it's going up where do you think we want to go next i mean we, we just hit cali uh just got back from new orleans we've been to colorado where do we want to go next puerto rico you know what? <laughs> to the island. Hawaii. 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 Yeah, Hawaii. If we're going islands, let's go like let's really go to Hawaii. Far. Let's go to Hawaii. We are licensed in Florida. Like if we wanted to go to Florida, we are licensed oh, We just had such a terrible experience with Sub with, Hunter with, out yeah, there. Yeah, with Submission Hunter. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. It's a good market. Nashville would be fun. Let's go. Yeah, Nashville would be fun. We did talk to a venue out there. Uh, one How's of the, the state to deal with out there? Have we talked to them yet? Well, I mean, I got we got licensed. Yeah. We have a promoter's license for Nashville. Um, you can also go to Nashville and then go over to like Tunica in Mississippi, which is you know pretty easy plot spot there. That's where uh, Legacy and our RFA combined uh, to do some shows together. So it's 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 a all those are good markets out there. Is there any promotions in Nashville or in Tennessee? I don't know. I know there's there's uh, quite a few MMA gyms. I don't know about the promotions as far as who's who's left there. Um, Atlanta is another good city, a big city. But they have a promotion out there that Dana walked out on. They have I'm a promotion that Dana walked out on, and they <laughs> also hear that story. Yeah, we'll tell that story. They also have two. So there's two big promotions out there, um, and one is on the come up, and one's been around forever. You know, like NFC. And NFC has been there. At, I want to say 2002. Like they've been there a long, long time. Matter of fact, before the UFC. Yeah, matter of fact, Dave actually helped write a lot of the combat rules like our their version of tdlr they're in in atlanta right so he helped write a lot of that stuff had been around a long time um they just didn't have the best showing with uh ufc fight pass that weekend if you were looking for a fight looking for a fight yeah, so sorry. they're they're not on ufc fight pass but if you go to youtube and you look at like i've watched all the looking for a fight yeah um if you watch when dana stepped into atlanta for looking for a fight uh Matt Sarah had a fighter that was on the card. So Matt's sitting with Dana and it was the uh Nick the Tooth at that point. Yep. And okay. he's sitting with Dana and Nick the Tooth and Matt's screaming for his guy as he's fighting. Well, the ring announcer is screaming for the other guy. Right. So Matt and the ring announcer are yelling for opposite opponents, one being Matt's guy, one being the ring announcer's friend or whatever. He turns around and all of a sudden some words are exchanged and Matt and the ring announcer start having words. <laughs> and Matt's like, F you and, you know, kiss my ass. You're a and piece then I, of shit. And then I guess the promoter got involved. Yeah. So then yeah. so then the promoter comes over there and sits next to Dana and said, hey, what's up with your guy? Talking about Matt. And Matt's like, what do you mean? What's up with your guy? And the promoter says, well, I've known my ring announcer for a long time. And Are we foreshadowing? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Matt says, well, I tell you what, you could tell a lot about a person by who he's friends with. Oh, shit. <laughs> and they signed nobody that night, I don't think. No. no. Be careful. There well, was a guy on that card that just recently fought for us, though. Uh, 
I mean, I hate to say it. it I, I can't remember his name, so it probably just didn't. say it. Diego can bleep it if we're not supposed. No, to say well, it. it did. It didn't. Didn't jump out. So it I didn't jump out, so it's not somebody I remember. But he fought Charles mm -hmm. Cheeks. He wrestle fucked him. The whole I remember night. Charles. Oh, Cheeks. he fought um, the guy that got cut from the UFC, right? Yeah. Uh, He's a wrestler. house guy. He's just wrestler. Try uh, his name. And Shout out to Charles Cheeks. Bobby Moffitt? retired. Moffitt. Yeah, Moffitt. Moffitt was on that card. Dude, talk about like a wrestler that'll just hold you That's down. A you can't wrestler. do. You, you can't, can't do nothing. Do you can't do nothing. You He's you a. I will make you my bitch. Yeah. And probably whisper it in your ear all night. Now that's not the most exciting, but I mean you got to give it to him. If you can't get out of a get a man off of you, you're kind of fucked. You well, know? Uh, congratulations to Charles Cheek for his retirement. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, congratulations Mr. Mr. Cheeks. Been Shout around. Shout out to Mr. Cheeks. Been around a long time. Hey, here. real quick, something that stood out on that podcast though last night. Dana said, uh, "Man, when I got into this, like, and we first bought it, we had to get UFC.com." Yeah. So, Obviously. yeah, they had to get UFC. So he's like, this was the first fuck up that I did. First wrong business move. He's like, I look it up and there's user-friendly computers, UFC.com. Oh, Somebody <laughs> owns it. Yeah. So Dana calls him and tries to buy the buy the website or buy the domain. The guy says 20 grand. Dana says, fuck you. Fuck mm -hmm. you. I'm not paying that shit. He goes, so years go by and the UFC is just boom, 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 boom. boom. Oh. <laughs> no. Twenty grand would have been a deal. That's what he said. I wish I would have paid twenty grand because yep. we ended up paying like two hundred grand for it. <laughs> and then and he, that kids is how you do business. And then he had a cool thing uh, <laughs> that he spoke with. You know, he doesn't really like to get into politics and stuff, but he talked about Trump. Who doesn't like to get into politics? Dana. He's like, man, it's, everybody's got different views. You know. Uh, yeah, he, he, so he I thought he kind of liked to get into politics. Well, he talked about him and Trump. And how Trump supported him from day one. Yeah. And he says, nobody wanted to let the UFC into the venues. Nobody yeah. wanted it. Trump said, come on to exactly. Taj Mahal. Trump Taj Mahal. Mm -hmm. Atlantic City. City. Yeah. yeah. So he said Trump would come for the first fight and he would be there from start to finish. Yeah. And he did that a, a long time. And he said, as we started getting sanctioned and growing... Trump would always be the guy who would send me congratulations, send me gifts, yep, yep, and be yep. like, man, you're doing a great job. So he, he did say that uh, when Trump was going to run for president that he reached out to him and wanted him to speak at the and – and, and, Yeah. And he did. He did. Yeah, He's like, obviously. I wasn't going to tell him no. Goes, was it? Yeah, of course. He said everybody was reaching out to me saying, don't do it, Dana. Don't do it. Like – so now, now Dana White helped uh, plot the uh, insurrection in January, right? <laughs> Obviously. Well, he just yeah, Dana I, just showed how real he is. He's like, man, I yeah, don't give a for fuck sure. what he, people said. Yeah, I know there's Democratic uh, fight fans, Republican fight fans. There's a mixture. And was I worried about losing another party as a fight fan because I was going to help a friend when he asked me to do something? Exactly. A, a lot of people aren't able to separate, you know, the just politics how, from a, a friendship like that. It yeah. just showed how much of a stand-up guy Dana is. Yeah. Whenever we get into politics, hence the reason I'm going to tattoo his face on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I, I think that's going to be an amazing tattoo. Ronnie's going to have to get Dana, Mick, Sean, Joe on the bottom, and you just kind of poking your head around the backside right there, right? I got to find a, I got to find a spot for Ed Shores. Where should I put Ed? Oh, man, hey Diego, like, where's right. your tramp stamp? Like, In between your ass cheeks. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, there's no. There's I'll, no I'll catch some heat oh, for that one. Sore ass. Swore ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ed wants you to tattoo him. <laughs> no, nah, well, I, I probably can do that. Let me put a clown face. Uh, I, I, I've never met Ed. I've got nothing bad to say about him, but I, I've talked to a lot of people who do. I'll say that. 
So him. anyway, on to the next part. Hey, Diego, so- beep. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking Howler, like, uncut, like no Coke. Just All like right, YI. hey, so I want to hit our amateur show real quick before we get on to some of our, our 17 fights. 16 now. Well, 16 now. So a lot of people don't don't know that either, that in Texas, there's supposed to be a 15-fight max. Yep. Yeah, maximum 15 fights. And sometimes we end up with more than 15. We match these like cards. We today. Yeah, we match these cards super high because yep. we know we're going to lose some. We always do. We always do. And today was a rarity that almost everybody made weight. Except the heavyweight. The two the two that got cut was one heavyweight who, it, to, to be fair, 17 years old. This is his first time trying to fight. Uh, it's his coach's first time putting putting a fighter on. And they misunderstood. He thought he was fighting at super heavyweight for some reason. (laughs) Hey, listen, that's not a division we do. If you are not going to the UFC and you have a UFC division, we don't need your division. Like it's just if you have a hundred in the amateur fight. Yeah, if you have a two hundred pound female, that that's not that's not the division. (laughs) That's not the division. I'm sorry. Like there's nothing against her. She can fight all she wants, but you have to be in the right division. So with that, um, we had another fighter who. Turned his medicals in too late. And listen, there's a reason that there is there is timestamps on when these things need to be done because the state has to do so many things. So today when it came down to it, the state's like, listen, their medicals were late. I don't have to accept them. I'm not going to ex- accept these medicals. And we, we go on. There's nothing we, we can do. And we, we need to lose a fight at that point anyway. Yeah. So there Even we go. though we do catch heat as a promotion for that, that that's, sure. a, that's a state call. Now these these guys understood, though. The fighters understood, because he turned his medicals in I, yesterday. I, I was speaking yeah. more in the general sense, like the right. general public. I think, oh, oh Fury, My this guy, fight fell yeah. out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, Fury's hey, fault. Hey, I want to speak to that real quick, too, before we that's, finish yeah. this amateur part. There you go, sir. So I, I run um, a lot of pages as the janitor for us, where I, I get a lot of messages that are sent in to us. And... There were so many messages and people complaining about the announcement last uh, at the Vasalia card. Oh, where, let's, where, let's go. We're where, back Wayne, where Wayne read. Well, once again, I would like to apologize to absolutely fault. unequivocally Wayne, it was your nobody fault. <laughs> for that. Hey, guys, it was Wayne's fault. Hey, so I just want to make a few things clear, and this will be a you quick wish. point. Hey, th- thank you for having my back on that, by the way. You know, I, oh, yeah. What you said at the Look, state after that. Number yeah, no one, doubt. we have no vested entrance, I- interest in fighter A or, or fighter entrance. B. Or, or, or interest. <laughs> in fi- thank you, Hallerhead. In, in fighter A or fighter B. It does not matter to us who wins. Right. Once the cage door shuts, we have no bias. It's on you. We don't care. And I'll say this. Listen, if we're in Houston and we bring in a fighter from out of town to fight a Houston fighter, do we want to see the Houston fighter win? Of course. I don't. Of course we want to see. <laughs> I don't. Like, like, listen, it's that it's Houston. It's a hometown. If we're in San Antonio, do we want to see the I'm, hometown I'm guy? A homer. Do I don't want to see the, the do I want to see sure. the San Antonio yeah. guy win in San Antonio? Man. Yes. Yeah, listen, exactly. you always. You I'm want, always for the underdog. Always. <laughs> you want to see people do well in their hometowns. That's about the extent of the bias. So yeah. if we're in California, a place that we've never been, we have two California guys there. We just want a California guy to win. Somebody yeah. to win. It doesn't matter who wins to us. It doesn't help us if fighter A wins or no. fighter B wins. My, 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 my favorite California fighter is Parham. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, with that, we are not the judges. We're not the referees. Yeah. Judges. When mistakes yeah. happen, and they do, when bad decisions happen, and they do, it has nothing to do with fury. It has to do with the, with the actual 
judges. So that is the state and the commission that they reside in. So please send all your hate-mongering emails Believe to them. Believe it or not, yeah, Rich and Eric aren't sitting at cage side, like, deciding who gets to win. You're, you're not Vince McMahon. Hate, you're you're not Vince it. McMahon and Pat Patterson, right? Like, you guys aren't, like, booking right. the finishes at cage no, side. we're not. We're not. Wait, am I Pat? Well, you, you have to be Pat. Send Eric all your is hate Vince. Damn. Patricia. Okay, hey, Can I be Bruce? Pat, Can I be Bruce? Okay, we'll give you Bruce. I'll we'll be Bruce. And, and for obvious Bruce. reasons, I know why. Okay, so you, exactly. <laughs> yeah. you, you can be yeah. Bruce. I'll be Bruce. Bruce who? Bruce Pritchard. Bruce, Richard. Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, Almighty. Baby. Something to wrestle with. I love you. Brother love himself. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, check out right, the Something hey. to Wrestle podcast. Yeah, please do. So let's get let's get to our next. All right, hey, here so we go. You make it clear. The fights that fell off, somebody turned in their medicals late, and then we had a heavyweight that weighed in. Came 20, in too heavy. 25 so, pounds. So, so we cut we cut those two guys, and then their opponents are fighting each other because that's only fair. They did everything they were supposed to do. Boom. And if a fight gets cut, it's because... It had to be cut, and right. it's for a good reason, a good legitimate reason. It's not because, you know, we don't like your guy. Yeah, not because you're I, ugly. But but I don't. All right, so main event tomorrow night, Brent Campbell, 3-1, taking on Miles Banks, 2 for a heavyweight title. Uh, these are big dudes. Yeah, dude, dude, I saw Brent standing out of the standing out the door. Yeah, waiting to come in, and I was like, "Look at this dude, Rich. This is the <laughs> he's first a big time, dude, and he's not fat. This, this is not is a the fat heavyweight. First time that Miles. Now, it's Miles. I, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. But on the way, I did see Miles on the way dude, in. Miles is still like Miles three is ready to go. This guy, like Miles, Miles is a massive dude. He's still tall, but this is the first guy who's been close to Miles as far as pure size. Pure size. No one has been close to him pure size yet. This guy is at least close to it. Uh, skill level, he's got some fights. This should be very, very interesting to see where this three fight goes. One. Yeah, three and one. So, taking so it's Miles' zero. biggest challenge to date. 100%. Harmer saying his biggest challenge to date. And obviously, it's Brent Campbell's biggest challenge to date as well. You know, I I do think Miles is is the future of, of heavyweights. Within well, a couple oh, of years, yeah. he's got to be in the but, UFC. But One man, of these guys is going to be the but, future of yes, heavyweights. Yes, but Brent Campbell, man, from looking at him and then going back and looking at some of his fights, he could be the future of heavyweights. This, this dude is, is – they're both awesome. Uh, co-main event, Amber Terrell taking on Hope Holmes for the 105 title. Talk about – generally a division we don't have a lot of. we got four of them fighting tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, so that'll be an exciting fight. Hope Holmes' last fight, she won in like thirty seconds with a big right hand. And we haven't Hummingbird seen Amber in years. Hope. I haven't seen Amber in years. Front of Fury. She yeah, looked, she looked in shape. Looked great. This will be a, a fun fight. Randy Scott taking on Jonathan Galvan. Do we have the right Galvan this time? Jonathan Galvan. If Galvan wins this fight, he's going to eighty-five August fourteenth, and he's fighting Lee Charles. Lee for the belt. No refunds, Charles. Lee, no, no refunds, refund Charles. Charles. My guy. Hey, I'm going to hit y'all with what I think potentially the fight of the night. Luis Rodriguez and Ross Thurwalker. Yeah. Thurwalker. Well, listen. He's a banger. That fight is going to be fight of the night if Luis has to stand. Right. Because Luis is a stud wrestler and his grappling transitions are great. Right. And Thurwalker needs to keep it on his feet. Ross is going to try and take his head off. The next time I see Thurwalker in a boring fight will be the first time. Yeah, like yeah, that man. dude that just awesome, throws. He will. And one of the best amateur knockouts I've ever seen. Him and Dylan Aguilar. He's a walk off. You, those two guys knocked each other down four or five times, dropped each other multiple times. And if you go back and watch that that moment, the great thing about that moment is it's very much like the Cody Garbrandt and uh, Jimmy Rivera moment, where the rounds ending and they stood right in front of you and they both took a swing. They both took. Dylan was swinging with that big right hand. Ross <laughs> threw his. They landed. Amazing fight. Yeah, it's on our yeah, awesome there. You, you got Christian Sanchez taking on Trayvon Coker. Curtis Hill taking on Curry Gott. Man, I'm excited to see Curry. Curry make Gott back. making his return to the cage. Cindy Pelosi taking on Dania Cruz. 105. 
It's Donnie. It's Donnie. Is it Donnie Cruz? Yes. Donnie See, everybody gets mad at me whenever I mispronounce names. You Rich Burmash is over here butchering names. You can't say Dania. You can't say Jimenez. Jimenez. You can't say Jose. Listen. That's racist. Listen. I can say whatever I want. I don't, I don't know about racist. Well, he's fucking up all the Hispanic. Guys. I can say whatever I, whatever I want. It's, it's on purpose. Do you have a red hat? This is why I, I have multiple red hats. Uh, this is why uh, Emmett Epperson taking on Noah. I'm not even trying. Uh, Jamez, is it Jamez? Noah Nawadi. It's James. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dog. Dude, that's James. That's James? J-A-Y-M-E-Z. Jamez. No, dude. You would have said Jamez? I can't see it. Oh, so come I, on, dude. Yeah, look, 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 right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would have asked for pronunciation. Jamez. <laughs> I would probably gone like Jamez on that. J-A-Y-M-E-Z. Hey, listen, I can talk about Hey, that's like a millennial Hispanic name. I've never seen that name in my life. Hey, this is very interesting. This is interesting. 18 years old versus 38 years old. the Hispanic version of like Daddy's about to whoop. One, one or two things is going to happen. Daddy's going to whoop his son. Or Daddy's going to whoop, whoop his son. <laughs> or his son's going to whoop daddy. Hey, so. Let's go. Uh, James, James, you're fighting Ricardo Turan. Uh, Ricardo Turan, man, rough time last time his opponent wasn't able to weigh enough. Hey, Ricardo came in at 123 this time. Man. And he fought for us the first time at 35. Jeez, man, it's, it's it's a big cut for him. Uh, next one, the most Hispanic names on the card: Juan Sanchez taking on Carlos Martinez. Yeah, well, <laughs> I got that one down, huh? Good job, Rich. We saw Carlos on a card Nailed in it. San Antonio. He was supposed to fight. He used to train yep. with South, Southside Fight Club, and then something happened. He missed weight, and he fell off that card in San Antonio. So this is his debut. Hey, next up on the card, my son is fighting. Uh, Yusuf Al Musali oh, taking on taking on Devin. All whole no Devin Off White Jones. What a great nickname. I thought the first guy was was your son. Nah, nah, I'm not. Nah. Like the Vida Loca. Hey, that dude looks. Devin looks spot on. That's Devin. Devin All White. Off White. We're gonna go with Off White. No, I'll go Cisco. Go Cisco. Devin Cisco. Alexandria. Devin Off White Cisco. Is it Alexandria? Alexandria Carson taking on Brianna Roper. Uh, they caught me watching the fight. Hold, hey, hold on, Eric's fight, watching television. Hold on, a fight that was made. A fight that was made today. Arturo Sanchez taking on Jeremy Deleon. Yeah, well, uh, what strong with arm that? versus well, what, strong what style. Oh, we're not going into that. Okay. Yeah, no, no. So Arturo Sanchez, his anywhere. opponent, his, his opponent was the one who right, did Jeremy was medicals. telling me on the way in uh, uh, about this. And so. then Jeremy's guy weighed. You know, almost 300 pounds. The super heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, super heavyweight. So both of the, our guys made their stuff, so they're getting together and said to fight. Um, I'm excited. Strong style fighters. Yeah. Business, hey, man, strong style versus strong arm. This should, this should be fun to see. Uh, I'm excited for Jeremy. This is probably going to be his last fight for a while as he is, I think he got accepted. Or he's got hit. He's interviewing with DPS. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he's, he's mo- moving on in his career. What? Yeah, Very man. Nice. Yeah. So this is his I, last I don't fight. approve. Probably his last fight for a while, yeah. Okay. Diego's probably excited over there hearing that. Diego, steal- Diego, did you poach Jeremy from us? No, no, not me. No. Diego's Diego's like, I'm a nin- municipal. I'm a yeah. yeah. We, we would have had him under contract if he wasn't We're an amateur. We're about to steal Diego from his job and bring him over here full time. Yeah, yeah. okay. Then we've got uh, Daniel Perez taking on Graham Gullickson. Daniel Perez taking on Graham Gullickson in... Dude, are those two the tallest 55ers you've ever seen? Hey, talk about a good matchmaker. They're each like 6'3". <laughs> They're each tall dudes. Dude, they faced off and they were the same height, yeah. same body style, crazy. everything. 
One's from Austin and one's Virtually from Virtually identical. We got uh, Preston Collins taking on Chris Castillo, Chris Castillo at 155. Another blonde-haired, ramen-looking dude. Chris Castillo, and, uh, that, that's uh, Eric's pick. Eric's apparently. pick. Caleb, Caleb Yarbrough taking on Aaron Markham. We'll get it started. But hey, shout-out Chris Castillo, Devin Jones, Jeremy DeLeon. Fighting out of not only, SS. Not only my gym, Sports. fighting out of strong style, SS. but they also they usually set up our cage. So, so our three guys awesome. who are normally working, setting up the Unsung cage. Unsung heroes behind the scenes. All right. three of them uh, getting – so Devin and Chris making their debuts tomorrow night. Jeremy, this is his second fight. I, I, I hope they lose so we don't have to replace them. Because, wow. You know. I, I don't, that's not what I want to hear. But, <laughs> but, but, but who, who's going to like you know do all that we got some unsung hero behind the scenes work that they Mark's handle Mark's going to do us. it all by himself. Hey, his guy Rodney's going to be out here helping you out. So hey, thoughts, so, and, thoughts and prayers if that's the case. So that's that's our amateur card <laughs> tomorrow night. Make sure you go to uh, furyfc.tv. You can still pick up some tickets. Uh, the, the, there's a few left. Please make sure you go out. I kid, obviously. But that, I wish but that, you guys the best. You know that. <laughs> but that did bring up something. I wanted to talk about the best amateur fighter that we've ever seen. Right? So I want you to think, like, put your thinking hats on for a second. This is for all four of us. Tell me, not the best fight, but who is the best amateur fighter that you've ever seen? I'm 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 gonna start off with one that I don't think I think maybe maybe yeah, you guys should remember the name. Humberto De Leon. Yeah. Humberto De Leon, I wanna say he was like twenty one and two. Never heard of him. As a as an amateur fighter. So are we wow. talking about amateurs that already went to I'm kidding, I'm kidding Humberto. I, just amateur fighter you, that you've ever seen. Who's the best amateur fighter when they were an amateur? Well George okay. St. Pierre was an amateur at one point. Oh my part. gosh. Yeah. I don't th- <laughs> I mean I mean if you want to go like Shout that, out, hey. there's gotta be hey, like some George sort St. of Pierre. criteria. All right, let's say the last ten years. In Texas. In Texas. That we've seen live. That we've seen live. Okay. I, I mean, when I say you've seen, you've seen them fight. Like an amateur, you've live. seen them fight live. I, I okay. just got a syntax error like up here trying to like remember. Yes. Uh, we, we've seen Wayne's, so many. Wayne's like, called a shit ton brrr, of yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right. If we're going to change it, I'll, I'll, I'll change my answer. Okay. Uh, Colin Wright was, I want to say he held That's Fury. A good one. He held. That's uh, a good one. It was Fury. He held two other belts. And I tell you, who was a fucking stud amateur? Was Charlie Ontiveros. That dude yeah. was. Remember him yeah. and Levi West? G. Marrero was. G. A stud. Marrero. I was wondering if someone was going to say him, dude. He. I don't know what. I guess he's got like G's, nine kids and took G's off. He's going to be my pick for best, best amateur, best amateur I've ever seen fight. By you, Wayne. I'll, I'll, I'll play it safe. I'm going to go with Juan Adams. <laughs> even though he was nasty, even yeah. though he he got plucked and went pro and like ran you know ran, ran pro somewhere else, uh, uh, the baddest amateur uh, that we we produced was, was Juan Adams, heavyweight. Diego, who you got? You know what, Charlie? Not really. Charlie, Charlie Underbears. Yes. Yeah, I dude. Really because did. you think about the Levi West yeah. fight. So, yeah, but then I man. you go to G and you think about all his fights, like. He fought for my. Uh, he fought for our first welterweight yeah. title at Cage Combat. Did he, he fight, fight for your fifty-five title too? He fought Sean Holden. No, he never Sean won Holden. But he he fought Sean Holden. Man, G made it look easy too. Like that dude, dude his that boxing, dude. and he was so stupid. And hey, him. you know it's what? funny. Like yeah. I can call him stupid because I used to train with him. But he would take Jace would beat his ass in the gym. <laughs> Jace Peachy would tear him apart, send him home crying. I'll give you another That's another why he guy. Did so well, another yeah. guy who who and this me being a little bit of a homer. Um, but Christian Lira, Christian yeah. Lira, Christian Lira, at one twenty-five as an amateur. Okay, well, his only loss. Name his, your top five. Top five amateurs. Top five. All right, so Colin Wright <laughs> okay. is number one that I've that I've seen. All right, Christian, Christian Lira, Lira is number two, okay. as I've only seen him lose one fight out of his weight class when Manny Lazoya didn't make weight. Okay, he held every other title. He held, he held Fury's title. He held. He had four different belts, three different belts. Um, that's two. 
Number three, Andrew Craig. Yeah. Andrew Craig was a savage. Yep. Like he made it look so easy. Andrew only had like fighting. three or four. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. my in my defense, yeah, I I didn't see him as an amateur. He was already the UFC. I by went the time with I him to his guy. amateur debut in Louisiana. Yeah. Yep. Um, Sijin, no, not Sijin Curry. Sijin Curry. <laughs> shout, shout out to my man, Dirty Aladdin. My guy, Dirty Aladdin. Um, that's, Love you, that's Sijin. Three. Ricky Simone on deck. Oh, Ricky Simone and Jack Shore coming up next. Ooh, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, we're yeah, we're, we're watching uh, the undercard here, in case you're you know wondering what the hell they're talking I about. I want to say uh, Patrick Bierschwall. Okay. He was, uh, but that was like Young Guns at that time. I don't think he had a bunch of them. But Is that five? That makes me feel old. That's four. four. We're a we're four. four. I'm trying to think. That, that's like no, the you trendy. Said you got to keep them. Oh, that, that's I'm, the that's the trendy pick. Like okay. you know the, the, these rock band, you know, the people right. that are like rock. They, okay, I've got to name like a couple of like rock bands you never heard. All right, I'll give you my last one. Last one. Times. Cody Steele. Yeah, Cody Steele in his two fights. Enough. In two fights as an amateur, looked ready. Oh. He looked he looked ready right then in two fights. All right, I'm gonna go with G. All right, G. Marrera. Joe Trevino. Oh, Joe Trevino. Joe Trevino was a fucking well, then you, stud. Well, then you have to say Jacob Silva. Jacob Silva, right? Like, yeah, you have, like, you can't Jacob mention Silva. it. Yeah, right. We didn't get to see much of Oliver Jimenez, but what we saw. He was a monster. Was Killer. He, yeah, was yeah. piecing people up. He made it look easy. So that's four already. Yeah. Fuck, I got like 10. I know. It's, it's, it's hard to narrow down. Random. One last one. I'm gonna have to go with Charlie. Yeah, but then I but then I want. I thought say, Charlie was your number one. No, G was. No, G was. I know. But I'm then just, I want to say I'm Hayden Briars. Hayden Briars, dude. There's so many. Oh, good I want to say Ricky Curtis when yeah. I used to watch him fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Mike Trin did really well as an amateur. I, I remember Ricky Tercios was like the first guy you, know, you ever told me, like you know, private, like the, the, this guy's going to the UFC. He, he's he's going to make it. I think about Yanez and Nico Echeverry. Yeah, oh, dude, Nico. Those, these are all like Nico. Nico yes. was man. There's so many good ones, man. Like, putting it at five, like I feel like an ass because I know it's hard I'm, because I'm you're, missing a lot. You're, you're, you're missing so many. And there's there's so, been there's so, so many, many fights yes. too, man. And like, and like Levi West had a downfall as a as a pro, but as, as, a pro, an, as an amateur, dude, as an amateur, he beat the until shit he out ran of until he ran yeah. into Charlie Oliveras, he starts to everybody. everybody. He beat Jeff Neal. He beat Jeff. I mean, like, and you get me wrong. The moment, the moment. This is the hard. He says Joe Trevino. I immediately think Jacob Silva, yeah. and I immediately go, How do I leave those two guys off? Yeah, like because there's a shitload, and if, that, if that's I the had, nature of the talent depth that we have here in Texas, man. if I had a chance to write it down on paper, I could probably come up with fifty. Yeah, oh, easily, easy. easily. When, you, when you think about, I know you said Juan Adams. Who, who else comes comes to mind? You too, Diego. You he's got? called so many fights, man. Like, yeah, it's all it, because he said so many names. They, they all become a blur. It yeah, a blur. It's almost harder for him. But yeah. hey, but hey, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna go like a direction you guys aren't seeing, and I'm gonna say Amber Terrell, formerly known as Amber Sheck. She's fighting tomorrow against Hope Holmes, and you know we, we kind of touched on this during our last podcast. She's such a beast. She's making a return tomorrow night in a title fight. And and I mean like her her previous fights, the, the, the it, it dictates that she's a badass. She she faced like adversity early on, like in the first rounds in those fights, but she came back and won them. And she's a badass, dude. So, I, I can't forget. Um, I, I can't believe I forgot Jeffrey Neal. 
Ryan Span. You, you've seen Ryan Span. Like, so, I mean, it's no wonder you would forget Jeez. those guys. Ryan Span, I didn't see as an amateur. Ryan but, Span was our middleweight champ. But, but, yeah, Trevin exactly, Giles was exactly. my middleweight champ. Trevin Giles, champ. Ryan Span came, came through here. Yes. Hey, uh, uh, real quickly, it's just like bouncing my head. Uh, as we're recording, today is uh, Artinas. Chico Machine Gun Young. It's his birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Hey, birthday. shout Chico. out to my happy man, Happy birthday, Chico. Machine Gun. I'd like you to please bring back my stolen wallet. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, was, that, that was like, I think, the first Fury FC main event where uh, he, he fought Ryan Spann. You, you guys said that name, and it triggered that memory in my head. But uh, uh, that that was another one. I didn't see him as an amateur, but it was like, you know, on, on the cusp, Ryan Spann, another badass. He's in the Spann UFC now. Spann fought for us as an amateur. Giles, pro and amateur. You remember uh, the other Christian Sutton? Yeah, he was my champ too. As a at eighty five, yeah. and that he went undefeated. <laughs> the other Christian, the other. I was like, yeah, hey, is that, hey, hey Rasta, we're gonna get canceled for but, that. But no, but he's known like like you say Christian, like you say Christian. We know who everybody. Rasta, you know shout out Rasta. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, go this, go fund me, go fund him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, and hey, we do. Hey, so shout out, like, go to go, go to his page. He's riding two hundred miles for 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 kids. For kids a with great cancer. cause, kids uh, with cancer, uh, man. Man, hey, please go out there and and support that. Hey, Rasta gets a lot of like you know heat from whoever. Have you, ever, have you ever sat down and talked to him, dude? I love that dude, man. That's my guy, man. I love Rasta. I love what he does. I love what he stands for. Shout out Rasta. Support his ride. Kids with cancer. Hey, he's a he's another guy. It's been around a long. Yes, long time. he has. He did, who did he fight, Jermaine? Jermaine Anagawam. Jermaine Anagawam. In one of the darkest fights I've ever seen. And probably a lot of other people <laughs> that you never seen. It was me. Me and Chico off to the side. I was like, I can't see nothing. What's happening, man? Somebody turn the lights Somebody on. Somebody turn the light. Can we get some flashlights? Point it over here, please. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, real quick, speaking about Chico, you remember when he knocked out Raul Jimenez? I do. I do. It was Lone Star Beatdown. Uh, matter of fact, because he was with, we were all at Militage Fighting System like at that killed time. killed him. And, Killed him in the cage. And I remember, I remember, so we were all at Militich. Sam Hoger, um, we had met before. We were all getting ready for his fight. And we were talking, and Sam was talking about, you know, Roll's ground game, of course. It's already, and Roll was already like a purple or maybe a brown belt at that time. I got a story for that. And, and Chico was like, yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. Like, he just kept kind of blowing it off, man. And Roll comes storming across that cage. And Chico, in typical fashion, backs <laughs> up, plants it on him. Roll face plants onto the mat and like places goes insane. Insane, man. That was an amazing fight. So like two weeks before that, uh me we used to train with Lewis Wood uh-huh. at, in a in spring, like at some Woodlands boxing or something. Yeah. And me and Jason right back, I have to take this. <laughs> me and Jason, Andrew Craig used to go out there and we would train with Lewis Wood. Well, Raul shows up one day. He didn't want to box though. He didn't want to do no stand up. So he waits, he's like, let's do some jujitsu. Dude, immediately he starts attacking our feet. Like, oh, yeah. Straight. So he locks on a ankle lock to Jace, like, and I, th- I don't know if he popped his ankle, but I remember Jace got fucking pissed. And Jace was like, dude, you tried to rip my fucking leg off. So that, Jace left. He's like, man, Chico's going to knock this fucking guy out. And Chico knocked his Chico, ass out. Chico starched him, man. Chico was a monster at that time. Uh, speaking of monsters at that time, Drew Ritajcek won the heavyweight title was just a card? few months. No, it was a few months later at a Lone Star beatdown as well. Amateur card. Yep, at Arena Theater. Arena Theater. So Diego, when you think about the uh, top amateurs you've seen, man, man, who just what names come to mind? Well, I mean, I liked uh, Charles Josh Alton when he was amateur. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about Alton. Yeah, dude. Dude, we had so many guys come up. You remember Alton and Henson? <laughs> 
the fight, Ultimate Henson. Zach Henson. Yeah. Do you remember? So Zach Henson hasn't fought in a long, long ass time. time, and he probably won't come back. But he fought Altum, and then I want to say he fought Jake Heffernan. Yeah, he had two, and almost ripped Jake's arm off with a Kimura. Yep. And Jake didn't tap. But I was like, "Holy shit, he's about to rip his shoulder." He, he's a, he's built like a little monster too, yeah. like those little savage. Dude, he fought like the that, toughest yeah. guys. Zach was one of those guys that whoever you got for me, I'll take. I'll yeah, take whoever. Yeah, no, it's funny. We had that conversation a few weeks ago with, with Tim Crater. Remember when we were yeah. talking about like yeah. it's not like it was back in the day. Like back in the day, you just okay. He made weight, cool. Like whoever insert his name is, it does. It didn't matter. Did they make the weight great? You really didn't have the ability to go look up. You you know what you would do? Tell me this. Remember, you would be like, "What gym's he from?" Yeah. Oh, I guess he's a jujitsu guy. Then. Like, that's like that's all that's you would it. do. Yeah. Oh, he goes to Gracie Baja. Changing the gi. I don't care. You know, like oh, he's a tenth planet. Probably just rubber guard. I don't care. Like you literally would try to figure out like just that's all you could base it off of is what gym are they fighting out of? I remember when I was supposed to make my debut. Jace reached out to, I guess Colin was matching the Lone Star Beatdown cards. Yes, Colin was. And he was trying to get guys. And I went through three opponents before I ended up. And it was the day before uh, the weigh-ins that I actually got Brett Landryalt. But before Brett Landryalt, they had threw me Kendrick Holloway. Yeah. You remember Kendrick remember. Holloway? Yeah, I remember that name. So I was supposed to fight Kendrick Holloway. And then Holloway. something happened and he couldn't fight. And then I was supposed to fight... Uh, that Ola Siambola. Yes. Wow. I was supposed to fight yeah. him and then he couldn't fight. Ended up with Brett. But do you think of all these names? You remember Frank Salinas? Frank Salinas. I, I remember all those Frank Salinas. Salinas. All those guys that came out of Submission Boxing Academy. It was Frank. It was Mario. Yep. Manny Lazoya. Dude, Edgar at, Verdeen. At that time, at that time, we would have all these different types of 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 guys um and every gym had like the these pocket of like just killers at that time i mean if you think about it, at team took you had andrew craig jace petrie um g yeah you had jose alanis was doing a little, a little bit of fighting oh, jose, it was one of my favorite too. yeah it was pronounced Giannis. whatever whatever jose he, was knows, one of my he knows he knows um chico you go back you go back to, to four rounds with like steve garcia Yes. Like, who was one of the most savage pros I've ever seen in my life. That dude was just a straight savage. Um, And and you had Daniel Pineda at that time. Still still over over at four rounds. So all these gyms had these, like, big pockets of amazing talent. And now it's it's a little more spread out. I think you still you have the wars who are just I don't know how deep they are. They they've got a thousand got people a, a fighting huge roster fighting out of there. Um, and then you look at like, teams like Team Took. They really don't like we don't do produce fighters anymore. anymore. Cameron's just, there. That's it. So you got Cameron Graves had a Team Took now. It's just they produce professors. They're seasons. Yeah, they're seasons for everything. You know. Yeah, and you know it's funny, and you. Uh, there's, I th- think there's a few paths for everybody. You have the guy who, re- you have the guy who wrestled in, in we high lost school. Diego guys, Diego, the guy who, Diego I, I, he off. whispered something to me. I'm not sure what he it said. Was. Take yeah. a break. We gotta take a break. No, 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 just say, go to commercial. We're gonna go to commercial. Oh. Go to, let's watch. Hey guys, hey We're guys. Gonna, we this is a new one for us. And this next commercial break is brought, brought to you by, by Howlerhead Whiskey. Howlerhead Whiskey. Get that monkey spirit in you. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Please make sure you share. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Like and subscribe. It costs you nothing. Hey, again, 
Big, big thank you to our sponsors, Howlerhead Whiskey, Sheath Underwear, Space City Collective, Kimura Tattoo Company, Clean Athlete, Private Label Bags. We have so many. Howlerhead Whiskey, again, thank you all so much for being a part of this show. All right, guys, we are black. Wait, black and back. Black guns matter. Black one here. Uh, first of all, listen, I'm the only black guy here. You can ask, you can ask uh. anybody. Uh, it's just me. Hey, hey you, before you, guys, we, you got some of my friends. Hey, before we get into our next segment, guys, make sure you check out Hallerhead Whiskey. Get that monkey spirit in you, please. Uh, make sure you go and check out our amazing sponsor here for Fury FC. Also, check out Sheath Underwear, sheathunderwear.com. They sponsor, sponsor our ring girls, making them look good when they get out there. But it's for the fellas, too. Official clean, cleanathlete.org. Um, they'll guys be with us on the next few shows as well. Spoke, spoke to them last week. Space City Collective, your number one spot to get shoes, kicks, everything you want, man. Shirts, God everything. Make sure, oh, make sure you go check oh. them out. Hey, um, they're Beautiful. not a sponsor, but I'm going to give them a shout-out anyway to the oh, guys no. over at uh, Heavy Metal Racket. Oh, I love those so, guys. So they're going to be out there tomorrow night. They, so they show got, us they a lot of love. Oh, boy, Jerry Guzman. Forrest, Forrest, getting down. Make sure you check them out. Uh, if you like Houston-themed gear... Go check them out, especially this weekend. And if you like we will Metallica have a special. We will have a special shirt oh. for the amateur series. Can so get that? in and get in early. Exclusive to that yeah, event. It's got it's got the astronaut on it with the fury. We need to make sure we, we go grab us some. We go as grab. As them. I need a large. Get there. I need a large. We're gonna grab. Them. Um. And hey, so for those who don't know, one of the side gigs that Wayne has over here, man. So you're the announcer as well for TSA TASW, right? Yeah, Texas All Star Wrestling. I'm the uh, general manager, but you know, I, I I handle some announcing duties from there. What about janitorial? Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do uh, the that's janitorial work. Clean you know, up the bullshit. I, I mop up <laughs> after the show. Uh, uh, so, I, how long have you been with with the uh, TA? Because they've been around a long time. Yeah, they've been around since 1994. They're, that's they're, how I met Wayne. They're really? the longest running independent organization in the U.S. I mean, they, they say Texas, but I mean, really in, in the U.S., I don't think anybody's been running longer. I mean, besides like so WWE I, and a couple. I of think people. I think I've told you this before. My my connection to to them, um, uh, Wichita Willie. Yeah. His so daughter, right? His 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 niece. One niece. Of his, one okay. of his nieces. One of his nieces. Okay. Uh, is is my son's mother? If you know what that means. <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> but you can tell me off the air. But I do know Wichita my, Willie. My son's mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a mama. it's a baby mama. It's a baby mama. Shout out to like Wichita Willie's Willie? niece. Hey, What's her name? Uh, no. Wichita Willie, he's, he's one of those. It's his name, Wichita Wanda. Wichita Wanda. Wichita Wanda? Uh, hey, that was all it took. Hey, so, but but when when I first started, uh, when we first started dating, Wichita just knowing Wanda. each other, they took me to a show at the Humble Bingo Hall. Okay. And I the saw, historic Humble Bingo Hall. I saw and, Wichita Willie yeah. and Humongous. Yes. Humongous? Yeah, Humongous. Yeah. Humongous. Bob Murphy, he's the founder right. of Texas All-Star right. Wrestling. He's the promoter. And he was actually, it's been a minute since COVID. He's kind of been, you know, isolated away from everything. But he was actually at Comic Palooza. We did yeah, that's event so last awesome. Night. He was there. I got to chat him up talk to him for a minute. And, and he almost like, we, we were talking so long. I was like, hey, man, you know, I've, I've, got, a, I've got a show to run. I've got to go yeah. get back up here, you know, or else I'm going to get fired. So, so let it me was, shut you down. It, it was so awesome. Wayne sent some pictures last night from Comic Palooza. I felt bad because, like, I was supposed to go shoot the event. And uh, I wish you had been. For there. those who don't know, we, I we do a little bit there, of photography man. work. And uh, Killer we go, photography out to, work. go out to go shoot. But our guys had to make weight. 
had 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 our guys make with a little bit of true weight. True leader, you're a true but leader. I understand. The pictures you sent were amazing. The the setup looked great. Yeah, the setup looked awesome. Setup and I think we should do a Fury at Comic Palooza. Ooh, I'm down with that, man. And and I think we could probably you know make that happen. I think we could. My, my only concern is like you know the, the crossover effect. Like do do comic. People yes. like do, do do they like MMA? First of all, talk to Nico Echeverry. Nico, and whether or not listen, hit, hit, nerds hit like MMA. Know. Yeah, yeah, nerds but, but, like but it. let us hear from you. I am, and, and more importantly, <laughs> more more importantly, let us hear from you. But let Comic Palooza. We, we need oh. to let the folks at Comic Palooza know you want to see MMA. Wrestling is great. We've got that in, in the bag. But if you want to see MMA at Comic Palooza, let them know. My my girl Tiffany, she's she's great. Tracy, all the the people at Comic Palooza. Give them a shout out. Let them know you want to see Fury. So, are you Comic going? Palooza. Are you going back this weekend at all? No, it was one and done. We we kicked it off. Well, last I mean, like night, you Friday yourself, night. are you going to go? Like, I would around? love to, but uh, you know, we we had weigh-ins this morning. We're doing the podcast now. I'm going to take like you know this afternoon. I've Family, got, I've, I've got I've got some work to do outside yeah. of this because Listen, because when, we uh, like being married. Yeah, yeah, hey, we so, all like yeah. being married. Yes, I, I've I've got some family stuff. I've got some work stuff to do. You Except know, outside Diego. of this, this hey, afternoon. Hey, shout well. out, shout but out I'm, to my I'm wife. Taking, I'm taking tonight <laughs> off, and then we got Fury Amateur Series tomorrow. Hey, say, same thing here, man. Like I, I I got media passes to go out and shoot this weekend, but you um, like being married Saturday night. Um, I enjoy being married, and it's, and it's listen, nice, right? Like all of us, man. I love my kids. So like I get to hang out with with, with with my kids a little bit, and yeah, as we all know, in this job. In what we do, it's not easy to find family time because no. all of us, um, you know, have have regular stuff that we do during the week. Sure do. And then you've got to take care of your kids, and then the weekend comes. And we just came off of a run of of New Orleans, and then California, California. Houston, New and then, Orleans. Well, yeah. and don't forget, Eric and I also had Vegas maxed in between this oh, as yeah. well. So there was another weekend. Yeah, yeah, we weren't there. We don't remember that. <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry, we forgot about that. Now we're gonna have I had to take pictures. Next... Hey, thanks, Tetchy. Hey, hey, now listen, listen. It may be a little different come December. Come December. Come December. Uh, we have another UFC Invitational that, that that's going to happen. I'll keep my uh, December open. Keep in your hopes. December open, man. In we'll hopes see, that. We'll call Justin. Dot, dot, we'll dot, see dot. what Justin Bernard's got going. Hey, on. real quick, yeah. just so you know, we don't assign. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh uh, I, I know. I, I give you guys a hard time. Trust I, me. I, I, bring I, my know, guy I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I know. I mean, we can get him. A I ticket. give you a hard time. It, I, I don't we'll mind. Watch. I don't mind having a, a weekend off. Come watch. <laughs> Why would I do that? He could be with his lovely wife. Hey, hey! Shout out to to our families though, because you guys do have to deal with. First of all, the four of us idiots. Oh, and then second of all, it's it's not. I mean, easy. three idiots in Diego. I mean, it's not easy being the spouse of a of someone involved in promotion, right? Because you work during the week, and then your weekends are when you would normally have your family time. Yep. And I, I, Eric knows, and all you guys know as well. There, it's rare that we can go. I think I, if I don't get a text or message or something within the hour, that's from a fighter or somebody wanting to fight or research you have to do. Or we have so many cards coming up. We just announced our schedule for the rest of the year, and we still have so much to do. And and the randoms and the randoms yeah. that, that happen to get your information. Yeah, yeah. I had I had someone call me today. Asking me how they could buy tickets for tomorrow, and I'm like, "How did you get my number? My number yeah. is not on the website. What yeah. are you talking about?" So he's like, "Hey, can, is, can I only pay through PayPal?" I'm like, "You can just go to the venue, dude. Just yeah, just walk up, get them there." Probably one of your guys gave them. You know, could be. Hey, so tomorrow night uh, we will be at Escapade 2001 for Fury Amateur Series uh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening. Fury Amateur Series Punching 39. Punching brunch Sundays. 
Punch and Brunt Sundays, the way the way it's supposed to be. Uh, so we talked about the best amateur fighter that we have seen just in general. Uh, but one, another question I have now is who's the best pro that you have seen come through Fury FC, specifically Fury FC? And I'm going to start off with mine, and that is Adrian Yanez. Adrian Yanez, so to give a little bit of history, uh, fought for us when I worked at a company called Legacy. What was that? And it was a small. It's nothing. It's it it no big deal. Here, was it here? It was, no, or was, it, it was like it was. It's, these two weirdos ran it. It's fine. I think they're in the sex trade. I don't know what's happening. Hey, you gotta give credit where <laughs> so, credit's due, man. No, no, we do. We do. We hey, do shout out. We're lighthearted because we're all friends. Yeah. Hey, shout out. Shout out to Mick and Andrea and Colin. Legacy Fighting too, Championship. Mick yeah. and Andrea and the original Colin. Legacy Legacy Fighting Championship. Yeah. They were they were fucking great. Man. They you know they Colin took Cantrell, who's supposed to be we a talk guest about on Succession. Colin will be out next. What I understand. Yeah, he forgot his kid had a team thing. It's all right. It happens. My my kid is like we will. I hope somebody's picking him up right now. From we will. We will get colin on 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 the on the podcast because he is first of all one of the funniest people that you can just yeah, talk i love to. colin man like that dude first of all he has no pride no shame like he'll tell he, he'll tell he'll you how very humble yeah, take your shirt off wherever he does not care and he will also tell you he's like if you're if you're a piece of shit he'd be like you're a piece of shit like, mm-hmm. like you're an idiot <laughs> i love with a smile i love colin he's one of the guys i rep i respect the most in in this sport in this industry i learned a lot from him and mick uh, over uh, over the years, and anyway, he's an idiot. He's not here. So we um, <laughs> when we talk about the best fighters we've seen, I saw I went out to uh, at that time Metro when they were in the Pearland location, and I was supposed to be interviewing um, Mike Bronzulis, and I interviewed oh, Mike Bronzulis, and I got to meet Adrian Yanez, and I saw them move around a little bit, spar a little. Was bit. Mike an amateur? I mean, was uh, Adrian an amateur? I want to say he had, had to be. He, he was the amateur still. He had to be back then. I want to see, and I, if if, it, if a little bit's been mixed up, I've been hitting the head a lot. I'm sorry. So, I at that time I saw a radio show with Raheel, and oh, yeah. we were talking about Raheel, like who, who's that? Ram Zanzanzanzalali. So we were talking about who is the best fighters to watch on this card, and I'm in the I'm I remember I'm standing off to the side, and I see Adrian, and I remember how to, like this dude just picks people apart, and I said that day I was like Adrian Yanez will be it will be a star in the UFC. Dude, he's five fights in, five performance five of the oh, night. Five performance five of the night. Five and oh. He is a straight savage. Straight out and of to Fury. Me, he is the best fighter to come from Fury to the UFC and remain in the UFC. And I don't think Adrian Yanez is till he decides to retire, he is in the UFC. And he is very much yeah, a guy who is. could go out and win a title. He'll he fight will. anybody anywhere. He he's will not be one of those champion. guys. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh he yeah. will be a champion. Without a doubt. Without no a doubt. doubt. And, and not only that. How many shots of, of Howard do we make him take at Jason's house? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that was so awesome because we were at Jason's and what you just said, Jason will tell you when me and him had the conversation when he was about to sign Giannis, yeah. that I told him, man, grab this dude's going to be a fucking champion. Yeah. This dude's going to be a champion. Yeah, dude, Giannis is one of the best. I, it's, I still want to call him a kid. He's a man. Like, he is a man now. He's on yeah. vacation right now, actually. Know, Did you see him? Yeah, he is. Drinking yeah. Modelo. Yeah, drinking Modelo. Yeah, yeah man. So I saw I, that. Yeah. I've Shout never, out Adrian. I have never really got to hang out with Adrian outside of, like, a fight setting. And so we're at Jason's uh, house. There was a party. Uh, for fighter the, party. For, for, for a fighter party. party. Every fighter you can think of that's, that's on that's on Iridium's roster. Diego, Diego, were you invited? They're all there. No. I wasn't invited either. <laughs> so, it's okay. It's all good. So, so we're there. And I don't know what well, happened, but mail. Eric and I started beating Adrian shots. <laughs> and, he was down. And, and I can tell you, Mick he happened. He was down. And, and hey, oh, he, shit. Didn't, Mick showed he up. didn't refuse one Man. shot. 
Yeah. Took them all. And all I know is every time I turn around, he had the biggest smile on his face. Yeah. And to see him living in this moment. I'm proud, man. Like, it, dude, like, it, it, yeah. it, I don't know, I'm a little teary, but like, it, it makes, it's very emotional because like, that's what this is about. Yeah, you, you put that's up. what we do. And that's what I want to do for everybody. I want everybody to go. Put I, I want, I want everybody to experience that, bar, that, that party where Mick Maynard is the bartender. Oh, dude. <laughs> hey, he's a bartender or a DJ. That's a party. Dude. Yeah, yeah it's a party. Hey, so, all right. So, that, that's my pick. Adrian Yana is the best Fury FC fighter I have seen. Wayne, who you got? Pitt. Ooh. Daniel Pineda. Man, not a bad one at he, all. He, he spent, like, what, like a minute and a half combined time in, like, three, four, five fights yeah. with us. You remember who the guys he put away? Killer. No. Dimitri Ivey? Who just came off a... Stellar performance, yeah, yeah man. Dimitri Ivy's a badass, a savage too. That's the thing. You you didn't you didn't throw. I don't remember all the names, obviously, because but you remember so what he did. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I know that you didn't like give him. Like, he didn't you have know, no gimmies. You, you you didn't like feed him anybody. You threw the best Fury had to offer at him, and he's a savage. You know who would have been a good scrap off subject, but now that he's coming back and he's doing well, Luis Luna and Daniel and, and Daniel Pineda. Oh too. man. Hey, Pitt, I wish- Pitt. I'm going to say something Pitt, on record back. right now that I'm trying to do, and Lewis is an OG, Yeah. and if this kid keeps winning, I'm going to do my best yeah. to send his ass and let him get one run at in the UFC. Least, at least get a shot at it, man. Give, give him that Hurricane Ike run. That's it. Exactly. 100%. Hey, shout out, shout out yeah, to Hurricane yeah. Ike, That's another, another guy who yeah. came oh, through man, here. Dude, dude he All put right. away some guys. Yeah, he did. Dude, Hurricane Ike, man. So he he put Love he that knocked guy, out man. Roger. To, ro- yeah, to mm-hmm. get to the UFC, defeated R- Roger. Rashid Coulter. Rashad Coulter. Yeah, Fresh Rashad Coulter, man. We, we, we built up to that one. That was a, a good fight. But Ike would just touch you, boom, and you would collapse. It's almost like the way Chico did Raul. <laughs> Ike was doing that to other he guys. He did. Ike, but Ike was a guy too. So I was, uh, I was still in in Chico's corner at the time when Chico fought Ike. Oh yeah, I and, that. and 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 now that fight didn't go Ike's way. Before he took, but away. when Chico fought Ike, or Trevin fought Ike. When when Chico fought Ike, when when you go back and look at that fight. Ike, the entire the entire thing that we we talked about and trained for was man, don't let this dude touch you, yeah. don't let him hit you, because I could sleep anybody. He would sleep anybody. Anybody, yes. heavyweight, two hundred five, didn't matter. He would sleep anybody. So all right, so Diego, we, we got Daniel Pineda on the board. God we got Adrian Yanez. Keep skipping me. Yeah, we, we'll get back to you, man. You taking all my picks? You get a turn. Save you get a turn. Right. Hey, hey, you're, you get a pick. You've seen you the have to most. Pick somebody so, that's already been picked. You have well, to go after Diego. So you have to pick somebody, whoever Diego, Diego Ricky. doesn't pick. Ricky. Ricky Tercios? Tercios? Yeah. That's, that's not, not bad. bad. That's, that's, great that's not a bad pick. Great pick. I toyed with that one. But that's like, you know, he's been for Fury for a long time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, amateur. And just, yeah. He spent a lot of time with us. All I right, remember, man. Eric, who do you got? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to say Daniel and Adrian and Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> what about CJ Vergara? Oh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I can't CJ, you know Listen, I love man, you. Brother. I'll tell you what. Hey, See, his his friends are making a lot of money off of him in the UFC, man. Dude, dude he made me proud. I said the contender yes. performance they, that he had. They keep, man. they keep presenting him as the underdog. It's like, man, okay, all right. That contender series fight, he made me proud as hell, man. Yeah, yeah that of was course. The way he finished Straight that guy, out of fury, he killed it. He, and he and killed you, it. you think about it like this contender series coming up. We got Zach Borrego, 
the dragon. We got Nazim Sadikov. Am I saying that right? Sadikov. Nazim Sadikov. Sadikov. I was Sadikov. so close. Can you imagine when it's Contender Series Season 7? Cody Steele. Dude. Isaac Moreno. Are you shitting me? Like, yeah. God, you know? Dude, Isaac yeah. Moreno's going to come up. If, if you Avery haven't Wilson. seen Avery Isaac Moreno Avery yet. Wilson. Tedrick yeah. Macklin. Dude. Tedrick Macklin. God, we've got, superstars we've got up. some heaters coming hey. up through Fury that people haven't seen yet. Look, we've also... Just wait. Dude, Jose Johnson is on this card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jose Johnson. Okay, so that's August 9th is Borrego. Last fight for 16th us, right? is Johnson... Nazim, a lot of travel coming. Austin, and that's what I was just trying to say. It's like, yeah. So I got my wife's got to know. I want to be home with you. Yeah, but I gotta support my guys. Man. You know, I, hey, I'll hey, give hey, a shout Anita out. Anita and Tara have hit it off. They're hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it, maybe Samantha can hang out with them. And hey, man, my wife, my wife told me for, flat out, like it was the coolest thing. So I. You know the the fight pass invitational. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing for us. It's the weird I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Of that, of that, like <laughs> we don't know what we're doing until like almost it's too late, and then it's like putting things together. Well, that's one thing with the UFC; like they could say, "Hey, we want to do something next week," and it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna go, and I'm it gonna, happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna uh, hang out with with my kids a little bit, and my wife, what I thought was so cool, man. Like, starts my wife. She walked over from Sam, and she's like, "Hey, listen, you're either all in or you're all out." Yeah. Like she goes, if if it's you and Eric, like y'all are the matchmakers, y'all are the, the the quote unquote faces who are going out and doing these things. You're either all in and you're dressing up and you're going out there, or you are you just run your own gyms and you don't do any of it. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay, well. And guess what? My man showed up with a fucking dope ass suit with some J's with, with the suit. Uh, always, always. And man. he was Come stunting. Come on. Stage side. Stunting on everybody. I, I, I've toyed with that idea. And then I had to work the damn event. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ended up working. I had to work. I got, all of a sudden they're like, hey, can you run production? I'm like, He's got the headset what? on. Like, telling yeah. the referees when to go. I'm telling the referees when to go. And then what I what was kind of fun, um, it was, it was, it was, it was bogey. It was, I did it for free. So they, uh, <laughs> uh, you're doing it wrong, sir. And then, um, and then I did, I had to tell them what the submission was. Yeah, which which was kind of cool, you know. Like as as a um, as a record. I'm sorry. Getting home. He needs his AirPods. Yeah. Hey, kid, you're gonna have to wait. Ashton we, needs we his got, AirPods. We got food after this. <laughs> so uh, because hey, hey, we're gonna we're gonna pop us after yeah, this. Yeah, we gotta get something. Man, I gotta to talk to the wife first. Hey, you just hey, you tell her what we're doing. <laughs> have you have you met Tara? I know you yeah. met Tara. You don't tell you don't Tara, tell her tell shit. Tara shit. You ask permission from Tara. You remember? Right. You, you, uh, never mind. We'll talk about that off the air. I have hey, a story. so uh, there's been so many amazing fighters that have come through Fury, um, and again, like, man, that's not even talking about like the guys like Juan Adams. And there's yeah. so many more to come. There, there really so is. Many heaters there like really is. Waiting. Like this is the future is is here. It's it's already here. It's, no, you it's, can't say the future is now. That's... I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. The future is here. The future is here. The future is too close. The future. The future is now. Who would say something like that? Stupid would say that. Like it's here. It, it, it's here, like the fighters we have now, and this doesn't even count. Like when you sit back and you think about, think about Hayden Briars. I know. What is he like? Fifteen? What is he like? Kid. Is he like? 15? Oh my god! I, like he's fifteen, but he looks like he's twelve. Yeah, he <laughs> will choke your ass out. He's not even had a pro fight yet, and you're already thinking about oh. like how does he match up against pros in the UFC? Wow, oh, that fight man. did not take long at oh, all. Oh, that was a one hit. That's Twitter. what we should do next time. You know fight what we should do for the show? Hey, um, no, no, nobody has any idea what you're talking about or what you're oh, watching. They know. Hey, so UFC well, they will fight like, by the time this UFC fights are on right now. But like, we sh- hey, we should do a watch along, watch party. 
That would yeah, be really fun. Yeah, we no should doubt. do a watch along. Yeah, like this guy. Eric, we could, we could do an alternative commentary like we talked about doing. We could rewatch a Fury card. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh, of we course. Can do that. We, we do it with the Fury card. card. I mean, or you have Y'all want to rewatch Callie and look at Wayne's we, we, we could maybe, <laughs> we could maybe pick specific fights. Yes, and let's do that. Let's do that. I would love to. <laughs> That'd be fun. It'd man. be my, it'd be my pleasure. <laughs> hey, so, so a shout Once out to again. I'd like to, to apologize whoever. to absolutely nobody. <laughs> Hey, so again, guys, make sure you check out our sponsors: Howlerhead Whiskey, Space City Collective, Kimura Tattoo Company. We gotta finish this. Bottle. Sheath Underwear. So the show is not done watch, yet. Watch, we gotta finish watch. this. We, what are you hitting? Wow. We might as well. Woo! We might as well finish it. Oh, we're gonna finish it. Hey, you need to text Terry. We're going to get burgers after. Dog, I'm hungry. Are we getting burgers or are we getting tacos? Tacos. tacos I thought I thought Eric liked tacos. He's cool. He's very brown. But I didn't know that. He's, he's all about papacitos and the tacos. Hey, have you ever, Eric? Have hey, you been hey, to Taco Diego. Bell? Edit no. Papacitos, yeah, like beat that. Like, beep. Does he? Yeah. They're not a sponsor Diego, yet. Diego, have you been to Taco Bell? Have I been? Have you ever been yeah. to Taco Bell? Yeah. It's a great yeah. new Taco Bell. Man, place. I felt so embarrassed. <laughs> so I did a photo shoot for uh, this lady the other day, and at the end of it, her daughter, I was, I said something. You know, I'm fat. I was like, I'm going to get a Mexican pizza. That sounds delicious. I was like, have you ever had a, you like Mexican pizza? She's like, I've never had one. And me, I'm like me and what, all, all what my, is a Mexican pizza? All my all my blackness came out. I'm like, you've never had a Mexican pizza, you know? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I've never been to Taco Bell. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, my mom makes tacos at home. Like, oh yeah, I get it. All right. <laughs> like I'm not gonna go somewhere and eat crawfish unless it's Mike Seafood. Uh, otherwise, Mike I'm Seafood. Not, dude, shout we out. should do the show at Mike Seafood. I don't know if he would be okay with us doing Mike a podcast would hundred thousand percent let I us know, do the show. I know, hundred percent. He'd be okay, he'd be all in. Hey, next and, and week, Mike, who's also fought for us, you know, a handful of times. Eric, All right, I gotta go. Eric, take, that was your I'm cue. I'm gonna take my wiener out. I'll be right back. Eric, that, that was your cue. Mike's your cue. Mike train. Uh, uh, Rich is gonna go uh, take a phone call real quick. Hey. All right. While I'm gone, a topic to discuss. <clears throat> your mom's and why does she like me? <laughs> well, my, my 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 mom deleted your number I and. Think- I take that away from Eric's though, because I see his mom. Face, she, so my, my, my mom, my mom deleted your number and she canceled you because you no know, showed her on that Match.com date, you bastard. Just so you know, you're supposed to be my new stepdad. So how was that the experience over there going to the UFC, being at that corporation and stuff? Dude, it's amazing. So that was our second time going to the Apex. The first one was last year in December, and then we just did this one. And they're planning the third one, but when you see it on TV, like it's different. You know, you see where they do the press conferences. You see where they do the official weigh-in, not the ceremonials. And that's it was cool this time because the stage and everything was set up for weigh-in since they were having an event on Saturday, and we did the show on Sunday. And uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but just I walking. Know. I wasn't invited. Just walking into that place and seeing, like, they have a wall that has – all the jerseys from the Ultimate Fighter seasons, yeah. and they're just lined up by a team. It has the coaches' names, all the fighters sign them. Yeah, I've never seen those either. <laughs> and then they got the PI where they work out and train. It's awesome. And then you walk into the arena where they do the fight nights. It was great. Wayne wouldn't know, though. I, 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 I didn't him. see that portion of it either. We don't, we don't invite Wayne to the <laughs> – so he wouldn't know. But it was cool, man. Yeah, seen those it. belts when you're walking in yeah. too, right? Hey, do they cool. do they still have the door that that uh, uh, old old buddy tore up back in the day? 
Rampage? Oh, yes. Yeah. God, thank there, you. Right? Thank no, you. Rich, you showed up right on cue. No. I was struggling for Rampage's that name. Like, got it. That was, a, it that was at the old facility. Yeah, it wasn't at the Apex. It. it wasn't at the Apex. The Apex is only Okay, COVID. well, they didn't have the Apex back whenever they had all those jerseys. They got the jerseys. Wait, wait, no, he wasn't invited. I wouldn't know because I you wasn't invited. invited. <laughs> well, you see, what happened was there's this guy, Justin Bernard. No burgers, he guys. Came. I can't. Who the fuck is that guy? You got vetoed for burgers? Um, I can't. I can't argue with sexy. Yeah, it makes sense. Hey, listen, I like. I can't uh, believe. I, I like you you can drop Colin Cantrell's name here. <laughs> I like it. You can drop like Colin Cantrell's name. You can drop whatever name, but you can drop that 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 pissed name. The, I pissed the wife off. Said, keep your clothes on tonight. Oh, yeah. what the hell was that? <laughs> no, dude? thank you. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. That's my thing, babe. No thanks. No I'm thanks, getting naked. Babe. I feel like I missed something. I don't know what you guys are talking about. No thanks, man. I don't know. I started talking about. I couldn't go get burgers. Because yeah. I like getting naked, and you brought up Colin. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yours. <laughs> you, 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 you brought up a name before that that I'm not bringing up because they they were invited and I wasn't. So <laughs> we're gonna we have to take Dick. take wait out for one of these one of these events out there sometime. All right, so man, we t- we talked a little bit about our favorite amateur fighters we've seen fight, our favorite pros that we've seen fight. Um, last one I got, man. I want to know what is the best nickname that you've heard. I know, I know, Wayne, you've had to read oh, I a know. ton. Wow, there's a bunch. I'll give you mine. There's yeah. a bunch. I'll give you mine. Go ahead. Joshua Thong. <laughs> <laughs> and that was courtesy of my man, Wayne. Joshua Thong. Uh, what was it? Okay, see, his his his, his nickname that he, he preferred going in was, uh, was The Fearless. Yeah. Right? That, that's what they gave me. But it, see, his, his, his actual like last name is like... It's like multiple words. It's really long. So he, he was trying to condense his name to Josh Van, but uh, for, for whatever reason, it, it's like Josh Van something something thong blah 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 blah. Anyways, uh, me and Scotty were talking. Uh, Scott Juarez, one of his coaches before the fights, is Josh Thong is his, his name. I'm like, dude, you're you're like you're, you're thong. You're you're all up in that ass. What are you talking yeah, about? That's it. Scotty was like. That's his nickname. You better announce him as that tonight. So I did. It was an amateur show, so it's yeah. more laid back. We got, we got a little more leeway. So, that's yeah, Josh, all up in that ass thong. That's the best nickname ever. Yeah, it's hard to argue Diego, who do you got, Diego? I don't know. I can't. You got nobody? Nobody right All right, now. come back to him. You all remember right, that one that was such we'll, and we'll such? Come back. Diego, think of something. All right, so listen. Listen, I'm, I'm going to give you three. Go. I'm going to give you three. First of all, there's Sijin Dirty Aladdin. Curry. Oh, that's good. Okay. Dirty okay. Aladdin was That amazing. was a good one. Yes. Um, it it thought, almost feels like inappropriate to say the right. like. At our should last, I say this, and he's like, "No, it's fine. Okay, I know you're okay with it. But what yeah. about like everybody else?" At our but last, I don't give a fuck about cancel culture, so I'm like, <laughs> at our last all in. amateur show, uh, Jeremy, your new stepdad. Yeah. That, that was one that of was, that was one of my. You stole that, that one. Was, that was a great one. That was pretty damn good. You that you was, came up with it, so I can't. I was, like, oh, that's my. Hey, favorite. I you have, came up with I was, it, so it was all yours. I was calling him your new stepdad and your mom's new boyfriend, like either one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was just so. Where are we going him. with this tomorrow? I haven't decided yet. He likes Grizzly, and I've we've called him oh, Grizzly, no. but it's not as fun. It's horrible. Survey says. I'm gonna give you one more. And not a lot of people are going to remember this. You should remember this one. Andrew Craig's uh, original nickname. Prison, prison Sex. sex. <laughs> prison Sex. <laughs> prison Sex. Dude, I remember that. Dude, I, so, oh, shit. So I was there. I don't know how it worked out, but I was there for his first pro and his first amateur fight. And it was That's got to be the hey, best. Hey, how was, do you dude, get a nickname sex. like Prison Sex? Dude. Listen, <laughs> we, he, he, we went to a smoker. 
This was supposed to be his first amateur fight. We went to a smoker in Conroe. And Andrew ended up uh, going against a kid that he had that we had actually trained with at yeah. Lewis Woods Gym. And Andrew's like 20 pounds heavier than him. But Andrew subbed him real quick anyways. And then we see the video post on YouTube. And it says, Andrew Prison Sex Craig. <laughs> he was like, who the hell gave me that name? I'm <laughs> Those Mom are the best. Are gonna see this. Those are the best nicknames, Dude. though, man. You, you can tell which fighters come up with it their own so nicknames. Was, was that you? And, and, and who you actually? Andrew was rich. <laughs> listen, listen. All, all I, all was rich, I know Andrew. is that at some point he realized he was going to go to the UFC and he changed. Take that shit off. <laughs> he took that shit. Off. I, I hey, I, I can assure you, Bruce Buffer is not saying prison sex. Prison sex. Such. And there, there was a fighter in Louisiana. I don't remember his name, uh, but his nickname was Prom Tears. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah. That, that, that's somebody that picked their own nickname. You, you could tell he picked his own nickname. Uh, uh, what do you got, Wayne? You got Joshua Thong with me? Okay, you know I hadn't thought of that one. See, personally, for me, I, I, I like uh, Machine Gun Young. Our team sure. Machine Gun Young. I like that. That was like. One of our first, it's my first or second event. It was like, you know, it was very early in our Fury run. Yeah. And, man, I, I love that nickname. It got the crowd hyped. It just worked. And he was like, you know, doing shit with it. I was like, man, this, this in my head, I'm like, dude, this is money. You know? So so Machine Gun Young, for, for me, I, li- I like that one. Sure. Man, when I think about old school MMA real quick, too, and you think about fighter walkouts, I think about Charlie Antaveros and Kung Fu Fighting. Oh, Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, man, when man. that shit used to hit and his ass would walk out. You knew it was. It was, it was time. It it was was we were going. Time. It was go time. About, yeah. What about the banana man or the banana? Who did that shit? Ryan Hollis. Ryan Hollis was the banana man. He did the banana. There man. was also. Oh. I'm, I'm I have butch- successfully blocked that from my memory. I'm going to butcher his name, and it's going to hurt hurt me. So, Rand Gardner's brother. Um, I can't remember his Ooh. name. Lenny Poffo. No, no. Rand Gardner. Yeah, Rand Gardner. What like, is that? like somewhere. So he was at a West Side MMA. It was Terrence Ferguson. Um, man, is it Charles Gardner? Man, what is his name? The guy with the mustache? Yes. Uh, Dude, he was the Gentleman Mauler. Oh, was yes. his nickname. And he would came out to Top Gun. I remember. He came out yeah, to Top Gun. You remember that card? He had the mustache. Yes. So he's he a, was good. Dude, he's a, he was undefeated. He was good. He is a lawyer. Rich wouldn't pick his nickname if it wasn't he's good. He's a lawyer in freaking um, California. I remember. He's like a DA somewhere out, out in California. Um, Charlie Gardner? Charles Gardner? Dude. Rand's his brother because his brother used to train with me. And these two crazy bastards, like before early in the day, they went to Thailand and trained for like years for no reason. He fought for Legacy? Yeah. I got one. The Celtic Tiger. Celtic Tiger, dude. Shout out to the guy, man. Celtic. Chris Reed. Celtic. Celtic Tiger was the, the man. The Celtic Tiger. Man, you know, dude, okay. Oh, Craig. A, a couple of podcasts back. Craig Gardner. Gardner. Yes. Craig, Craig the gentleman mauler Gardner. We're- was a badass. He was dude. a badass. We're, we're we're about a month out Craig now, and, and and it slipped my mind. Me too. And, and and I feel terrible about this, but yeah, like just a little over a month ago, what was the, we 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 had the anniversary of the loss. Speaking of the Celtic Tiger, Chris Reed passed away three years ago. Yeah, man. And, and we need to get his family involved. I wanted in I wanted to like you know bring that up on you know the podcast. We we did one around that time. It. You know, and, you know, the, the howler starts flowing, yeah. and, and the boys start bullshitting, and, and shit slips our memory. But, man, Chris Reed, the Celtic Tiger, if we're doing, like, a Mount Rushmore of Houston oh, MMA, yeah. Chris Reed is the founding father, in Chris. my in my personal opinion. 
I, 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 I've met a lot of great people doing this with you guys, mm-hmm. and, and I, I put him at the top of the list as far as like that that list, I like agree. that Houston Mount Rushmore. Chris think, Reed is like right up there. Shout out to Chris Reed, the Celtic yeah. Tiger, Diego. What do you think? Should we get his family involved? Pick. I think you I know, would like, love to. I would love to. When you look back, man, like we so in so whatever capacity still, we could keep that name in the. Yeah. I still wear. I, I have a green stripe on my on my black belt for man. Chris. I just I just feel dumb. Man. Yeah, just, so hit, Chris hit me, with a, hit me with something. Chris was one of the guys who actually kept go. me involved in this sport. There was a time when when I was leaving. LFA, and I was. Why would you leave LFA? <laughs> many reasons. What, what, was, what is was, what is I'll LFA? Never leave Mick. So well, well, Mick wasn't there anymore. <laughs> I'll never. So leave Mick. Mick wasn't there anymore. So I left, um, and I was going to be done with the sport. Outside of, um, I was going to just have my own gym, like just run my gym and do that. And do push ups. I was going to be done with the sport, and Chris. Like, I, so I talk to Chris every week. Like, every week we had a phone call where we just get on the call and just bullshit and just talk to me. He was, he was one of the people who, like, you know, I, I grew up in an orphanage. I didn't really have a lot of parents growing up. And he was older than me, but he was like a, this big brother. He was like this uncle. Yeah, I had the same haircut. Man. Yeah, with same haircut. <laughs> and, and Chris would always yeah. check in on me. And, and, like, he was he was a dude I loved. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love – I can't explain how much I love that guy. And he, I want to make um, Rich cry. I want to make Rich cry right now. Let's so go. he, uh, we all will. And Chris would, Reed is would, that guy. He would, he would check in on, on me all the time, man. And we would just talk. Yeah. And so I told him, I said, "Hey, man, I left. I left uh, LFA." He's like, "What are you gonna do?" I'm like, "I'm just gonna run my gyms." And he's like, "That's watch, not." A, he's, watch porn he on the internet. Said, he's like, "That's not enough for you." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "He's like, yeah. it's not enough." He goes, "You won't be happy." He's like, "You have to be like in the inside, working with fighters, building yeah. things, being an integral part of something." And it was right after that. Like it was not long from the time I left Legacy till Eric and I got serious about like, hey man, why don't you come on over here? And and he goes, I need someone to mop these. You left Legacy mats. in what year? Nineteen. I left LFA. 18. I left LF, LFA in beginning part of two thousand eighteen, and 19. I came to you in two thousand eighteen, Lake Charles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lake Charles was the first. Event yeah, Lake Charles was the first event that I was a part of. A part of it. I I had come so Fury thirty one. I came and just shot it. I, I don't remember why. I was just skate side. I never really done that. You, you helped with the matchmaking a little bit. If a I little recall. bit, a yeah, little yeah, bit, yeah. not much. And yeah. and at that point, not not to distract too much from our point, Chris Reed. Yeah. telling you, you wouldn't be happy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Off. I wouldn't be happy j- just doing that. And um, Chris Reed, yeah, man, like that dude definitely is on the Mount Rushmore. Um, it's hard of just people of just people for Man. me, like, like just one of the best guys, you know, he, he, he did everything you could want to do in the sport, everything you'd want to do as far as being a man, as being a father, um, you name it. Yeah. Public servant, mm-hmm. police officer, you name it. Chris Reed was captain fucking America. He really was, man. And, and, really and that's was, not an man. overstatement on my part. Not Everybody knew him. I, I, I knew him like, you know, briefly compared to you. And compared to I mean, a lot of other people, man, and, everyone and, who knew Chris felt like yes. like they knew him forever. Yep. Yeah, you know, I like agree. he was he was that guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, and the whole when you saw at his funeral, God, man, man, it was crazy. I had to step back. So, like, yeah. I'm not an emotional dude at all. 
Like I'm just not emotional. Well, we we all are. <laughs> so, we all are. But yeah. we, we have to like compartmentalize so, that and put it to the side and and, and carry and on. And so like when I went to his funeral, I, first of all, I wasn't gonna go to his funeral. I was like, I'm, that's not me. But I I, second, I was on the opposite end. Like I was like, I'll be there no matter what, yeah. no matter what it takes. I'll be there come hell or high water. I wasn't gonna go, and the re- only reason I did go is because it was Chris. I was like, yeah. All right, I, I have and, to, and I, I get that. This. I get that. I have to go. I went. And I'm standing there. It's me. It's Jeff Rex Road. Um, I'm sitting there with like that. Had Harry. to be before we like actually ever met. You had to be there. We had to be there like the yeah, same time because yeah. I was sitting with Jeff and I was sitting with Christian. Yeah, like, we were all I sitting was, like right I was there. Just a few rows apart. We're all sitting there. Yeah. And like you, it's that that point when all the cars start pulling out for the procession that oh, you realize man. like how much he meant to everyone. Yeah. Dude, there's helicopters flying around. Man. They shut the roads down. They they drove him through town, yeah. And and he he will never never be forgotten. Like in my gym, no. we talk about Chris Chris Reed, um, and not just from like he had some of the great aspects. He was an amazing wrestler. He was a great fighter. He was ahead of his time. He knew what he was doing. My funniest MMA moment ever ever came when he fought Robert Drysdale, and we're sitting at the arena theater, and Chris is standing right next to me, and Drysdale gets on the scale and misses weight and walks over and looks at Chris and goes, "I ate some peanuts on the plane." And walked away. And Chris <laughs> fucking looks to his right and looks back at me. He goes, "How big were those fucking peanuts, man?" Because like, he missed by like six pounds or some shit. It was. And Chris still fought him. Chris he, did not care. Salt. Yeah, Chris the wouldn't salt, care. The salt, the salt, the, the salt, and the peanuts. Yeah. So yeah, so we talk about Mount Rushmore. He ate every peanut on a plane. So let's do that. So we talk about Mount Rushmore of MMA. Um, I gave I you. I gave you my number one. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my number one. My number. Chris is not my number one on the Mount Rushmore. I love him. My number one on the Mount Rushmore of MMA is Mick Maynard. Okay. Mick Maynard. You bastard. Set, he set the foundation <laughs> for everything that we're doing. Now, don't get me wrong. There were people before him. And Saul Solis is also on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, my God, yes. Houston, this is MMA. Houston MMA. Houston MMA. Yeah, Houston MMA. Houston. I think you've got Mick and Saul. Mick, obviously, I mean, Saul came before Mick. But Mick... It just took it, took to it another level. and ran with it. It's another level. You, you've just taken up three spots. On the Mount Rushmore, I've only got four. FYI. You know, so like you, you've got Mick, and you've got Saul, and and I put Chris Reed on there, and then I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> it's hard because the last spot goes there. There's only two people that can go in that spot in in my head, and they're, and they're not really interchangeable. One is out of respect, and one is where they're going. Well, it's your personal Mount Rushmore, think, so you can go th- with whichever one you prefer. So, so I would put Eric. On that Mount Rushmore. Oh, fuck that guy. Because of how long he's been doing it, where it's going. And when you look back, Legacy was on HDNet and then Access TV. We had this great viewing. We did well. But Legacy was never on Fight Pass. LFA is what went, went on to Fight Pass. Legacy did great numbers. We went all across the nation. Like I built, built my life as reason because of Legacy. But Eric, during that entire time, that, that, that was were, like your pre-life. You were, you were putting on shows. This is your life now. You you never stopped, <laughs> and now now it's very. It, you can. You very just thought you were alive before. Fury what, is on is on the way to eclipse what Legacy did in Houston, and I was here for both of them. So I don't want to hear shit from anybody. I was here for both of them, and so that's my Mount Rushmore. I think you've got Saul. I think you've got Mick. I think you've got Chris, and I think you've got Eric. And I think if if for some reason you could do a fifth, I would put Colin Cantrell. Who? Colin Cantrell. 
in that in that mix. Fucking Wayne. Wayne. Put I love Colin would, Cantrell. Would, and, Colin, Colin. and Colin knows that. And Colin I would knows put that. Colin. And honestly, yeah. and it, the best ring announcer. Yeah, yeah. And it, if I could, hey, if, hey, if he's the best ring announcer, I'm a better matchmaker. Hey, if I could put a fighter, if I could put a fighter, it'd be Derek Lewis. Yeah, like oh, Derek yeah. Lewis would okay. be on there. So, so hey, you know what? Hey, it's, it's, like it's the Houston. Head. It's the Houston Mount Rushmore. I, I was going to go five, but I mean, I guess ten. But we'll, God, go five. we'll hey, be here all hey, day listen, while we're going to go five. Ten people, if we're going to go man. five, I've, I've five. got Saul. Mick, I was only like Chris, picking one. I thought Rich could pick one. I thought I got, we could each pick one, but no, Rich was like, Rich was like, fuck got, it. I'm filling up the whole mountain hey, my with bad. my I picks. I thought we were doing our own individual <laughs> you are. Mount you Rushmore. Are. No, Look, no, hey, you're you're qualified to speak. Hey, if I add an extra spot, for sure, man. I've I've got Saul. I've got Mick. I've got Chris. I've got Eric, and I throw Derek Lewis' big ass head on there too. Yeah. No argument from anybody at the table. And I don't Giannis. think he, he's working his way. He's he's you make a double head. Chiseling. Mount Rushmore put Derek and Adrian on one Ooh, head. I put yeah, I put yeah. Derek like Adrian's head on the top of Derek's head. It looks like one. I just put head, Adrian's so. head right in the middle like a cyclops. <laughs> put put Adrian's like like head on Derek's. Man, face. Mount Mount Rushmores are so hard. Dude. Anytime we do a four, four or something. Too hard, man. Yeah, it's hard. Maybe like like, and, and it's I, always subjective. If people get pissed off, like, oh, you said those guys. Well, what about this guy? So it's always a great debate to have. Yeah, and an endless conversation. So those are the four. Is there anybody that you would add or change? Well, I would look at maybe Andrew and, and Daniel. Okay, to be the first ones for to the go fighters. Into, yeah, to go yeah. into the. What if you do a fighters Mount Rushmore? They would Andrew, Daniel, Derek, and one more. It's hard to say. Like, do you do you do you do you take into effect like Alex a Murano? Rich had like promoters, ring announcers, fighters. He like put everybody on his Mount take, Rushmore. Do you, do you so. take do you take a Mike Swick, who was literally like the first Houston guy, or KJ Noons, okay. one of the first Houston guys to go? But then do you put honorable mention? There? You you kind of have to. But then, is but now hard, is there, are man. we just talking coaches? Because then you got to do a coach's mountain. Then, then you got you got to have Bob. We don't have that many have... mountains in Houston, guys. Okay, <laughs> we don't have. You no just have mountains. to pick four names. We could each come up with one, but now you've complicated the matter. It's all deleted. All right, now. so so let's. I, I think we could do fighters off the top of our head pretty easily. Yeah. Like so, if I was going to do fighters, I, 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 I would do Derek Lewis, Daniel Pineda, Craig. I think I, Andrew Craig's right there for me. Um, those yeah, three. Andrew, Andrew and Daniel were first, right? Yes. Well, no. no, well behind Mike Swick. Mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Mike Swick wasn't really from Houston. No, but KJ Noons was. He went to Elkins. But KJ Noons never went to the UFC. Yes, he did. He went to Strike Force. And then he fought in the UFC after. I don't remember that. He did. No. Yeah, look it up. Here we go. Listen, uh, Eric's gonna have to disrupt his gonna, live feed. Can't go test Daddy's knowledge. <laughs> we, we gonna go ahead yeah. and pull up. Rich seems really fight. confident about that. I wouldn't have, UFC, I wouldn't have yeah. broken my life he to, some other to question that. Don't, it don't go to Google Josh for Berkman. that. Just, just roll with it. Is that it. who he fought? He was in the UFC though, right? Yeah. I know he was in the Yeah, okay. Um, so you, you got those three. Andrew Craig, Daniel Pineda, and... He was in the UFC in 13. Yeah. 14. <laughs> yeah, Derek Lewis. Cyril gone. Fighting... <laughs> Best walkout troll to get for, for, for the walkout troll alone. My God, I, I I have the video still on my phone where we were all expecting Derek to come out, and I'm like recording that, and then you know, out walks Cyril, and it, it all turned from hey, yeah. So so I've got those so awesome. I've got those three guys right. So it's Mount Rushmore's four. If we're talking Houston in May, I'm gonna throw Rocky Long on there. Rocky, Rocky Long. He, he took a lot of shots in the name everybody. of everybody. He headlined the first event yeah. in Toyota Center. Yeah, like, yep, like yep. That, that dude Rocky's did it all, been, man. Yeah, Rocky that dude head, did it all. Man. Okay, 
and, so and, he, and, he didn't, and he didn't pick fights. He wasn't like, oh, I'm not taking that guy. Jesus Rivera. Dude, Chad Robichaux. Fight whoever you put in front of him. All all these guys. I mean, God, you forget Brian Alonson. Savage. Like, Complete like savage. So you many, remember his debut in dude, the UFC? Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? Not to senseless. The only reason he's not fighting is because he had cut so much weight for so long. So he would have to fight at 85 or 70? Uh, so he was a 70, right? And and he The would weight have, cut that hurt him was to 70 or 55? I think it was to 55. Yeah. So yeah. if he would have stayed at 70, dude, that dude had dynamite. He, he was one of the strongest pe- people I've ever met in my life. Diego, who, who would you got? Would, would you change anybody of what I said, or who would you add to the Mount Rushmore? No, I mean, stay. Wayne, would who you, you add got? Wayne or Colin? <laughs> I thought we were doing fighters. Fighters, fighters, fighters. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not. Would doing you add that. Wayne or Colin? <laughs> the, what? The, the worst you Mount Rushmore <laughs> ever. Brought to you by Eric Garcia. <laughs> Okay, let's do a uh, let's do a real quick Mount Rushmore ring announcer. Ring announcers. Uh, All right, see, Bart, right. hey, hey, Wayne, y'all, y'all do that. Colin. I'm gonna go hit the men's room. Y'all, it's y'all hey, that. it's it's Bart, it's Wayne, it's Colin, and Barry Laminek. <laughs> AJ Hoffman. Who's Bart? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there been anybody else? I mean, that's it. I did two of them, but they were in Dallas, so that didn't count. Uh, God, there's really that's Wayne about gets it. a spot because there's there's too much room. There, yeah, there's just <laughs> we we can't even do four. Yeah, Wayne, Bart, and Colin. That's it. Uh, that that's really kind of Texas MMA, man. Yeah, I'm sure there's other guys are popping up now. Maybe I don't know. Let's are, wait we, to, are we at the main event yet? Not yet. Wayne needs to come on back so we can wrap it up and give me some burgers, it's man. It's time I'm to get on to family day. Family which, day. Diego, what you got playing today, Diego? I got to prep for tomorrow. <laughs> Diego's running the whole stream. Shout out to Diego. What's your Instagram, Diego? At Gulf Coast uh, Sports TV? Texas Gulf Coast Sports TV. But it's all Fury right now. One day, Diego's going to be just exclusive Fury. Uh, yeah. That's what I hey, mean. man, we, we that's got a, guy, a lot man. of guys we want to get to be exclusively Fury. And yeah. it's, it's it's coming. It'll, it'll, be, it'll oh, come. Oh, Lauren Murphy's up. It'll come. Let's go, Lauren Murphy. That's my girl, Lauren. And Joe Murphy. All right, so we got uh, Lauren Murphy taking on the karate hottie, Michelle Waterson. Really? No, she's not. She's fighting uh, Misha, I think. Misha Tate. Karate hottie. Karate hottie, Misha Tate. (laughs) Is she fighting Misha? She's fighting Misha. Why'd they show Michelle Waterson? Michelle's on the card, too. Oh. Oh, this is the this is the first night hey, fighting the main card. You're gonna fall asleep after this drink. Nah, I'm gonna grab me a burger. Hey, Papa's burger, right here. You ain't got time. Oh man, she's tripping. She's like, "Why are you still there?" You not told we're doing the podcast. I told her. She said that was at eleven. It's one eighteen. You're like two hour podcast. Yeah, that's how this I said, rolls. babe, you forgot Diego takes two hours to set up. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> so you can put the blame on me. Right. Is Wayne already peeing again? Yeah, I gotta pee too. <laughs> Wayne has prostate problems for y'all, for those that hey, didn't know. So don't forget, guys, uh, tomorrow, FAC, FAC, Fury Amateur Series 39 goes down at the Escapade 2001. Make sure you get your ticket <laughs> to FuryFC.tv. Check out our amazing sponsors, Howler Head Whiskey. Come on, Lauren. Space City Collective. Sheath Underwear. Check out some bump boxes. Grab a bump box while you're out there. Why not? Let's get an official clean, official clean athlete. Private label. Private label bags. Kimura Tattoo Company. Uh, we're getting some. We're getting some Fury tattoos soon. Jago, Jago, that, that'll be my first. Just Fury right on the back of your neck. Mm. Right you gotta, if you're gonna do a Fury tattoo, you need to do something like a collage. 
Dude, you're, you've been part of Fury for 10 years. Yeah, what are you waiting on? Like, that's you're part of your to, life. You're talking to me? I mean, <laughs> that's part of your life. I, 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 my, my first Fury event was 2015. Wayne, oh, Wayne, do you, have, do you have any so tattoos, I'm, 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 I'm Oh, like Justin Bernard's no, no. been part for Wayne, 10 you... years. <laughs> you dick. Wayne, you don't have any tattoos? I have none. None. Zero. Diego. You, you don't put get... bumper stickers on a Ferrari, sir. <laughs> yes, you do. Hey, you need to put a W and a W on your butt cheeks. And then yeah. stand upside down, let that shit say mom. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, you know, uh, no, nobody mom. would ever read that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, nobody ever sees that view. Then How you about just this? wear a thong to the beach. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get, I'll get a matching four horsemen tattoo with you. God dang. See, I know. You start talking about this stuff and it sounds like such a great idea. It I mean, does. It does. You know, uh, just bury uh, Wyndham on I your bicep. Whenever I was like, <laughs> Hell yeah! Just just Barry pulled up the four with the black Barry glove and the U.S. title. I mean, you know, it sounds like such a great idea, but then you're like yeah, sixty and like, why do I have this this tattoo of this woman with a belt? Why do I, why do I have Dolly Parton on my on my arm? I have like Alzheimer's. I'm like, who is this bitch with a gold belt on my shoulder? Diego, you, you got tattoos, right? Yes, I do. He's I mean, got a tramp stamp. He's got to get covered by Ronnie Byerly. Just one. What is it? So uh, on my arm, a Korean symbol of God. Oh, are you sure it says God? You don't, you don't like God anymore? Or what? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Are you Buddhist? No, no. Diego, hey, 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 Diego, Diego, can we see it? Let's see it. Let's see it. Can we see it? Diego, you know where the camera is. Diego, that are. says bulgogi. That's uh, not. That's food? No, no. What's funny? Was that's hey, food. I met this, you you, well, you control single, the switchboard over there. And you control the camera shots. We didn't see the tattoo. Same tattoo? Nobody on YouTube is going to have seen that tattoo. That was his first love. Hey, did you get that? All right, y'all, y'all heard me. I tried. I was. I tried. I got it in a, in a one uh, one crazy weekend in Miami. Yeah, yeah. All, a lot of it. Well, I mean, military tattoos are, are a pretty common thing. That seems to be the... Uh, oh, the weekend's you know, going crazy? Let's you, find a small tattoo. You know what's uh, funny? Dude, you guys know there's so many tattoo shops around bases. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Funny now, story spe- about this. Speaking one. of the military, shout out Michael Alexander. Shout out Rich. Just the one guy. And Rich Burmaster. And Diego. And Rich and Burmaster, Diego. I guess. And Diego. And Diego, I guess. Oh, yeah, so, myself. I was a fucking Marine. Thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your service, Eric Garcia. I don't think. What's wrong what with you? What kind of Marine? Uh, if we're thanking Eric Garcia for his military service, yeah. I expect to be thanked for mine, yeah. too. Eric <laughs> just threw out some stolen valor out here out of nowhere. <laughs> what kind of piece of shit podcast are we running over here? Sergeant Slaughter. That's what we think about this. Lauren Murphy taking on Misha Tate. First time at 25 for uh, Misha Tate. That was a slow Lauren push. Murphy, one of, my, one of my favorite fighters. Come on, Lauren. Misha Tate. There trying you to go. Sprawling bra, baby. Oh, Boom. Oh, Put her ass away. Oh, need that beautiful It'd be face. really cool if you guys could see this, but you, yeah, know, Lauren looks good, you huh? could do the watch along yeah, after this. You know, this is published. Dude, she's handling it. The screen's so small, hungry. I can't give you any kind of indicator of where we are in the fight, what yeah. round. Well, Lauren's coming off that loss, right? Yeah. To Valentina. Misha won her last fight, I think. This yeah, is, yeah this she This is her first fight at 25. I mean, as, long as, as long as she's been here and she's still three years younger than Lauren. Like, Lauren's fighting at 38, dude. Well, still, out, s- still out there doing it. Yeah. She's a badass. She is a badass. She still at Gracie Baja, Katie? She did this camp in Colorado. That's right. Elevation? I don't know where she was. I know she was out there, though. No, I, mean, uh, she I was saw them. Uh, no, I, I saw some was. of them on the undercard. Maybe it might be them. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? I'd have to see who, who's in her corner. You know, when you're watching fighters that came from Fury onto the UFC, is there a, like an emotional attachment? Yes. Know, when you're watching them on? I mean, obviously, we want those guys to win. Like I was thinking about it the other night. I told my wife last night. I said, 
man, we have three guys on August 16th. One of them has to get a contract. Yeah. All three of them I'm hoping for. Yeah. But one of them has to. I'm going to sit cage side for that. Like, I'm going to be there to make yeah. sure that I can say, man, congratulations. Yeah. And it's, hopefully I say three congratulations right. to all three. But Man, it's definitely like, yes, there is an emotional connection because you see it. And these guys are like a fruit of, of the labor that we put in. And so you watch them and to see them achieving their goals. And, again, to go back to a guy like Adrian Yanez, you know, like to see him achieving his goals, living a life he never thought he would live. Right. You know, if I had told Adrian Yanez five years ago that you'd be partying um, at the same party at like mixed there. Five, like five of the guy. night bonuses. Yeah, like you, I you, mean, you'd have been like, life changing. Oh, unheard oh, of. Man, Big takedown attempt. She finished that takedown? Not yet. That's a weird position. All right, guys. Before It'd be we get really out cool here, if they could see that, Eric. Before we get I, out I of can here, watch it. Um, is there anybody you guys want to thank or anything to say before we get out of here? Uh, thanks to the folks at Comic Palooza for having us out. Texas All Star Wrestling, kick ass event. Appreciate all your hard work. Give yeah, me. I can't wait for the next. I'm gonna. I want to come out and shoot the next All Star Wrestling you do. I want to come all behind right. the scenes. I'll let you know. Of course, you're in. Oh, Done. Finally, I got to know a guy. Just helps out so much. Diego, anybody you want to thank before we get out of here? Shoot. My wife. <laughs> Diego. <laughs> Shit. Thank Dang. myself. I won't thank nobody. Aaron, Me, myself, and I. Aaron, you got anything before we go, man? Hey, come catch the fights tomorrow. Yes. You. This is posted tonight? Fury Amateur Maybe. Series 39. Yeah, Diego, you've got to get it up tonight now. We're talking about stuff. Hey, real quick. You've got to get it up tonight now, Diego. I'm going to pick a performance of the night tomorrow. And I'm going to get their shoe size, and I'm going to surprise them with a pair of shoes from Space hey, City so, Collective. So Space City Collective, uh, we're, on me. hey, we're announcing right now the new Fury Fighting Championship Space City Collective Performance of the Night. Boom. Eric Garcia is going to choose who you are. You're going to receive a pair You're going to receive Scotty Pippins. <laughs> no, you're getting Jays. <laughs> you're going to wear what I wear. You're, you're going to get the Horace Grants. You're getting Jays. That's it. Nah, you don't wear Jays. Eric and Rich I'm get sorry. the Jordans. Hey, guys, again, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Please make sure you share. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Like and subscribe. It costs you nothing. Hey, again, big, big thank you to our sponsors Howlerhead Whiskey, Sheath Underwear, Space City Collective, Kimura Tattoo Company, Clean Athlete, Private Label Bags. We have so many. Howlerhead Whiskey, again, thank you all so much for being a part of this show. We appreciate Appreciate you all. Hope to see you tomorrow night. See who collects that Space City Collective bonus. Guys, FuryFC.tv is the place to go to get your tickets. And Wayne, let's get out of here, man. Time for talk is over. This has been Fury Unleashed. Ooh. <laughs> and now... Make some noise because the time for talk is over.